Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them, well, it sucks. And there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want to get 25 cents off your new game. There's a better way, though. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii 3DS, as well as older systems. They've got it all. And as a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. And Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brewed Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Craft Sports. 
That's GameFlyOffer.com slash CraftBrewedSports, or just head on over to our website, CraftBrewedSports.com, and click the GameFly link in the menu bar. All right, this is Ray. Um, I don't know if anyone else is watching the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, but my God, it is the least aesthetically pleasing thing I've ever seen in live sports history. The blue field sucks to be with. It's terrible. But when you have two teams in the Idaho Potato Bowl that look like they're dressed like potatoes, it makes it even worse. The fucking Chippewas are gold helmets, gold shirts, gold pants. They look like french fries out there running around. And then you've got the damn Cowboys of Wyoming out there with these brown jerseys which God knows why you would ever choose a brown for a team color. They look like potatoes out there. Brown jerseys, these white helmets and yellow pants. It's terrible. It's horrible to watch. There needs to be like a, a uniform coordinator as part of the producing team for these games because they suck enough to begin with. And my God, this is terrible. All right. See ya. Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike with me, as always, is my main man Scott. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, for the last time in 2017, ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? You pump out poor. Deal, man. Okay, bye. <laughs> the rape voicemails never disappoint. Yep. <laughs> Shout out to Ray oh, and the Dog shit. for filling in for us last week. Yeah, that was a that was a good special, man. That takes some fucking talent to to write up those rhymes like that. I know people give Lou the Dog some shit for having some corny rhymes. He works hard on it. But that, you though. you try to do that shit, man. It is not easy. Especially for like a 10 minute long episode. Right. That's some fucking commitment. Good work, Lou. Appreciate it, man. Um, yeah, thanks for stepping in while and Scott back- was off doing Christmas party stuff. Yeah, back after we got, you know, it it always feels like we've been off for weeks and weeks and weeks. I know, weeks. man. We missed one it's, week, and it feels yeah. like it, an eternity since we've done this. I don't it's, know why. Yeah, it's, it's like, and all right, we're we off next shake. week. <laughs> <laughs> it's really weird. Well, that's because I'm going to be up in Youngstown partying with Papa Vic, so... Papa V. <laughs> Damn it, so I'm missing that. And I mean, you can come too. He won't I, mind. I didn't think that anybody on that end would, but I feel like no. my family would be a little upset that I... They'll get over it. Just went to go drink yeah. a Papa V. <laughs> it's fine. They'll get over it. If they understood who Papa V was, it would be a thing. <laughs> uh, well, guys, thank you guys for joining us tonight. For those of you on the Facebook uh, stream, make sure you share the episode you know what? I'm in the Christmas mood. Uh, Where's gonna, the Bailey's? Um, it's upstairs. So Cool. Gonna... You want me to run and go get it? I'll be right back. Sure. Okay. Well, that's great. Uh, I guess I'll carry this show for a few seconds. I'm in a Christmas mood, so here's what we're going to do. Share this episode to your timelines. Uh, if we get 15 shares, Scott and I will do a shot of Bailey's. I've also got Jägermeister here tonight uh, that I won at an office Christmas party, so that could be trouble uh, as well. We might break out some of that Jäger, too. Um, Lots of stuff that we're covering on uh, on the episode. You you put that right in your camera view, man. That's fine. It. They need to see the baby's dick. 
That's what it's going to look like. Big stiffy. <laughs> 15 shares and we'll, uh, we'll do a shot of that. No, we're uh, in the Christmas spirit and I ran up and get this. We're going to do 15 shares, but we're just going to start the show with a little Bailey's yeah, All right, that first is uh, Ho, ho, fair. ho, bitches. <laughs> I dig it. Uh, I'm on board with that play, man. Um, we've also got... Uh, so. We'll get into the beers here in a uh, minute, but there is so much that we're, we've got on. We're going to talk more shit about Derek Jeter. It's been a little bit, like <laughs> two or three days since I did it, so I'm ready to get back into it. Uh, XFL, oh. the the whole thing that came up the there. The return. Uh, LeVar Ball is starting up his own league. That bitch Papa John quit. <laughs> I mean, so much. Like, we came back at the perfect week. Can you imagine if this was the week that we were off and then all this shit happened? And I like, would have been pissed. Yeah. Like, last week... I mean, granted, we were off, so I wasn't really watching things as much. But I will say that that was the rare week, because I think usually in the weeks that we've been off... Here, cheers real quick. Cheers, man. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Mm. In the past, during the weeks we've been off, you and I will talk, and it's always... Of all the weeks to be off, yeah, yeah, there's like, this story, man, there's that wish, story. Yeah, this, wish we were doing a show this week. This, this <laughs> week completely lends itself to the show, and next week will suck. And right. Instead, we kind of <laughs> missed that last week, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, it, it ended up working out really well. Uh, we've got our first ever Motherfucker of the Week. I talked about it in my mini-sode earlier this week. Um, we have released the poll, so go to craftbrewsports.com, uh, our Facebook page, not craftbrewsports.com. Tyson, go words to- hurt. I didn't even see what he said. He said, thank God Scott left. Uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> uh, go go to our Facebook page, the, the Craft Root Sports page. We have the poll up there. Uh, who is the motherfucker of the week? That's the title we decided on, too. We didn't go with bitch or... Uh, we thought we'd stick with the theme. Whitest yep. motherfucker. White motherfucker and, and motherfucker. Bi- motherfucker of the week. <laughs> Maybe we should do bitch motherfucker. Like, I don't know. We'll tweak it. Whatever. This week, it's, it's motherfucker, motherfucker of the week. Of the week. Um, and we have two options for you because that's all Facebook would let us uh, do for some reason. I don't know why. So a third option is actually Facebook. Are they the motherfucker <laughs> of the week for a whole night loving us? Do two options. Uh, but your choices for this week are Papa John's. Or the NFL refs. So you guys can call in. Tell us who you think. And make sure you vote in the poll. At the end of the episode, we'll uh, reveal the results of the poll. And see who is the motherfucker of the week. This motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this motherfucker. Uh, we'll do white motherfucker. Did you come up with a question? I know you were... I did. And it's Christmas that. themed. It's uh, We're going to... Stretch it a little bit this week. Get outside of our comfort zone of the 90s. But at the same time, I feel like it's a softball. I'm going to be extremely mad. I'm giving you a really good shot to go out on uh, out of 2017 on a high note as far as being a white motherfucker. If you get this one wrong, I kind of will be upset. That is so much pressure. We might have to end it if you don't get this one right. Like It's going to be one of those ones where I'm looking at you like, you white motherfucker. (laughs) Will personally so offend me if you pressure. don't get this one. That is so much pressure. All right, good. Uh, stick around for that, guys, and watch me break Scott's heart. <laughs> uh, before we get into that, though, let's talk about our beer this week. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> this week, we are drinking Up on the Rooftop by Rooftop Brewing. This is another See what one we of did our... there. <laughs> Christmas, <Yeah>. everyone. <laughs> and we've been sitting on this one for a little bit, but it was in our most recent uh, Tavor shipment. And we were super excited. This was one of those ones that I believe I pounced on as far as telling Mike, get it, get it now. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as the email came in, I didn't hesitate. The description was off the charts. But it's another one of these Christmas sales that um, we don't have 
available to us around here. Yeah, we can't find this one. So the they pitched this one, Tavor pitched this one, as spiced oatmeal and snickerdoodles. Oh, uh, was, that was enough. I stopped was, right there. That was the, yeah, that was the subject line of the yeah. email. And even I... The way we do the Tavor uh, orders, Tavor will send you a notification uh, or an email. If you've got their app, it comes through as a notification, or they'll send you an email that breaks down the beer. You decide whether or not you want to buy it. I am on board with any beer they send. Like It is a yes from me from the word go. As soon as I see a Tavor email, I'm like, "Mm -hmm." Although we've had the discussions because neither one of us are too into the sours, uh, but we're going to do a sour beer series here coming up. and. I was I asked Mike this last week I believe it was because I there's been a string it seemed like of a lot of sour beers I don't know if that's the time of year it is if they're just popular more during the winter or whatever but for whatever reason Tavor has offered a lot of sours and I said to Mike hey should we do this like I don't know how much you know about these I know I'm not really I don't know if I've ever had one and it, if I have it wasn't because I knew what I was doing when right. I had it <laughs> so uh, suggested that maybe we do a series on that and we're going to soon. But the descriptions of them all sound amazing. Yeah, they all sound fantastic. Getting back to this one, and so that's why this one, as soon as I read it, had to go. But Mike, continue. Yeah, so it's normally me going, I'm on board with whatever, and I just wait for Scott to give me the okay to order the beer. <laughs> like, uh, I'll get a text from him, because the emails come out at 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Those are their the, the yes. two emails. that, And every once in a while, there's one in Midday, between. Yeah. But most of the time, it's 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. And it's nice because I get a little notification as I'm walking out the door of the office. I'm like, ooh, which beer is this? <laughs> and then normally by the time I get to the bottom of the elevator, Scott has texted me like, yo, get it. <laughs> I'm like, yep, sweet, on it. <laughs> and I, I either get done or was already in the cart just waiting to hear from you. <laughs> Uh, Drew, to answer your question, uh, we're opening the drunk line after Upper Deck. Thank you for calling in. Same time as always. Thank you for calling in (laughs) during the reads earlier. Sorry we had to ditch that phone call. Gamefly is probably not going to pay us this week because of that. (laughs) We need more of your soccer contributions. Uh, But anyways, uh, so this was one of those beers that as soon as we read the the email, just sold it to us. Uh, They talk about oranges and spice. they, they talk Orange about zest, cinnamon, cinnamon sugar, vanilla, oats, like just everything that makes you feel good and fuzzy about the holidays. It's when you think of a Christmas beer, it's like, right. Oh, everything that that I think of when I think of Christmas beers in this. Yeah. All right. Cool. The only thing I will say, it's only six point three percent, which is a little bit of a downer. But yeah. undeniably, as soon as I cracked this one open, had it exactly where it's sitting in front of me. So a good foot away. I smelled the cherries. Upon cracking the immediately, bottle. it was yeah. like oh my I god! I smelled them from dope. over here because I didn't open mine up until right before we went live, yeah. and I could smell. I was like, "Holy shit, man! This is gonna be good." First <laughs> sip is amazing. It's really good. Uh, I understand now in the email that, that uh, Rooftop Brewing is out of Seattle, and Tavor mentioned in their uh, their description that this beer originally was just a. Uh, a tap room like it was only available in the tap room mm. they didn't distribute it that makes you can only sense. get it there and they said people would line up around the corner to Absolutely. get this beer and i can I see mean, why first sips i'm i totally understand it so we'll see how it holds up but i think you can probably uh fast forward through consumer can it later yeah <laughs> unless, we'll pro- we might just I mean, but unless it, it doesn't be- hold up it, I was going to say, it might be one of those beers where, like... It tires? Yeah, after, like, it starts really strong, and then you're like, eh, I got kind of sick be. of it. Uh, we got some eagle-eyed viewers of the show, and for you listeners who can't see me, 
I uh, jacked up my thumb, so it's all <laughs> bandaged up to high hell. And <sighs> Glenn's that, wife man? Ferris wants to know if I did it sliding around the house in my drawers again, which I've never <laughs> jacked up my thumb sliding around my house in my drawers. So no, it was not because I was sliding around the house in my drawers. Uh, from this is straight from the. This is why we can't have anything nice. Files. Um, <laughs> you have a wedding. You get all sorts of new shit. I was trying to be a good husband. I was watching the boys. Cheryl was out with our daughter Abby at gymnastics, and I was getting the roast ready, prepared for the next day because we're going to slow cook. Domesticated it. already, man. I'd been like that for a little while, but <laughs> trying to be extra good and just getting everything chopped up had. Bathed the boys, had everything done, and sliced up all the vegetables. All I was got, I was down to just the potatoes, and I got through. I was like, I'll do ten potatoes because we we're doing a pretty big roast because we wanted to have leftovers. And I'm like, I'll do ten because I really like the potatoes whenever we do a roast. That's my favorite part. <laughs> so I'm like, I'll do ten. And I got through about six of them, and we we got we had bought a uh, a mandolin, I guess is what it's called. This this like shaving thing. Uh, hey, by the way. Fire up the Baileys. We're at 17 shares. Oh, shit. <laughs> Y'all are wasting no time. Uh, um, get us to 30 shares and we'll do another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm like, I will speed up the process of doing these potatoes. Uh, I'll, you know, slice them on the mandolin. But I'm, I'm skinning them. And everything's going fine. But I didn't have this little guard piece that comes with it. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, how does that work? I don't know. But I'm just taking the potato itself and going across the thing. Like, and it's working perfectly fine. Like, I got through seven of the ten potatoes. And on the <laughs> seventh one, I remember thinking, if, I ever, if you cut yourself on this, this would be bad. At the start of it, I thought that. And I'm like, <laughs> this is foreshadowing. And on the seventh potato, I don't even remember what happened. But it was just one of those things where I slide the potato and my thumb went with it. And boom. A crescent moon size or size or shaped divot in my thumb on the corner, blood all over the place. Although it didn't start bleeding until I got it over to the sink. Luckily. That's good because I was going to say it, to go through it all that cutting ruin, of the potatoes. And it then did you not bleed ruin any of the food, thank God. But it was one of those. Oh my God! <laughs> fuck! And Jordan is over there. What's wrong, Daddy? Daddy, you okay? Yes. What is it? I, I cut my thumb. You got boo-boo? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And I'm panicking because Cheryl's not home yet, and it's just me and the two children, and I need to get them to bed, but here I am, and I, I'm writhing in pain. And it, it actually didn't start hurting for a little bit, but you know how you're just like right. squeezing other parts to like yeah. not make it hurt. I'm freaking out. Kids come over. Luke's crawling all over me. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Jordan just, what's wrong, Daddy? What you doing, Daddy? Yeah. Oh, it was was a nightmare. Really, it got worse. It was fine until after about three hours later, the pain was so bad it woke me up. Cheryl asked me, one, when she got home, do you need stitches? No, because it was a clean like it's gone. chunk. Yeah, there, there was a chunk in the potato skins. I don't know. It was gone. There's clean. There's nothing to stitch. And then I was like, she's like, do you need to take an ibuprofen or whatever? We got it wrapped up. No, I'm fine. I'm, and I was good. The, like, it never really hurt until about three hours later. I woke up in intense pain, like wanted to cry. Pain it hurt so, so bad. So Ferris says this sounds like the most creative lie. Uh, and, well. and Vic says, pussy. <laughs> Well, so cheers to that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Thank thanks. you guys for the 15 chairs already. Support. You guys uh, are the best. <laughs> 15 more and we'll do another shot. Mm. Anywho. Ugh. So, yeah, three hours later, welcome to pain, whatever. Uh, it bled very, very badly, but it's 
pretty close to being healed. This was it'll be it's been a week and a half since I did this. I did it on Wednesday. Uh it's tough, not, bro. Like last week or whatever. <laughs> Sucks. So <laughs> word of the wise, let let the women do the cooking. <laughs> They're predisposed to it. This is this is not a man's job. <laughs> I'm going to just pretend like that didn't that wasn't said. I'm ha! Not... Drew was with me. He said he did the exact same thing on Thanksgiving. <laughs> he did. My that, man. Is, that is 100% true. He I, did I, do that. He feels my pain. <laughs> so anyway. All right, let's get into Upper Deck. Uh, Upper Deck, as always, brought to you by Gamefly.com. Make sure you guys check that out. Just go to craftbrewsports.com. It's a fancy website. All kinds of new articles just hit today. Woo! Tank's got a new article Shit up was there. flying off the press. JB, goddammit, threw yeah. up another hockey. His fourth installment and final of... Uh, of intro to NHL. For, yeah, he's doing that hockey. For, <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, check that out. Uh, Tank's got a new one up uh, talking about Colby Covington and his uh, his heel gimmick that he's got going on in the UFC. Great reads. All Make kinds sure of good guys, stuff. Uh, I think Boyle's working on one as well. But while you're there, click on over to the Sponsorships tab and uh, go to the Gamefly link and get yourself a free 30-day trial. Scott, take us up. All righty. Uh, hey, do you remember Tim Donahue? I do. The what rogue a, NBA yes. ref yeah. who said that you know the, all the, the games were fixed. The Pete Rose of NBA refs. Yeah. <laughs> Got himself thrown into prison. Anyway, um, he was an NBA ref, for those of you who don't know, who was betting on games back when he was officiating, and he went to jail for it. <laughs> For like seven years, if I remember correctly. Uh, but I, I was kind of wondering, you know, what what he would be up to these days because he's out of jail and you know what I wasn't never never even thought of that no. dude again. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, <laughs> in case you were but wondering, do you have an update for us? Yeah, he's he's out of jail and uh, well, he made the news again because uh, this week his daughter was at a friend's house and uh, he went over to confront his daughter about. Her supposedly taking drugs that day. Not sure mm. what kind of drugs, but she was taking drugs. Doing, doing drugs. Drugs are bad. Mm, good. <laughs> um, uh, so the two of them were in the street yelling at one another. and the Merry friends... Christmas. <laughs> yes, it's that time of year. The friend's dad came out to see what all the commotion was. And in true psychotic fashion, Donna, he threatened the guy with a hammer. <laughs> so he was a Mario brother. Went straight, went straight hammer with it. Put on the put on the hammer suit and threatened him with it. Um, why the hell did he have a hammer in the first place? They have no fucking clue. Man just rolls around with a hammer, yelling at his daughter in the street with a hammer in his hand. Yes. No idea. Awesome. Father of the year. It's late entry, but I feel like he's got it sewn up for 2017. <laughs> and then you wonder. While your daughter's doing drugs. Maybe it's because you're screaming at her in the street in front of her friend's house with a hammer in your hand. You made me this way, Dad! <laughs> uh, he was arrested on aggravated assault charges. Merry Christmas, indeed. Whew. That is... Uh, I mean, the dude clearly has some issues. Anger. Like, really bad issues. Yeah. Do you think he's ever done that shit on the court, though? Like, if, if somebody mouthed off to him? No. Like, I, I'll get my fucking hammer. They're still twice his size <laughs> and very black. Like, they will want the shit out of him. Hammer or no hammer. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, he, think the hammer he ain't helps. pulling no hammer on Shaq. <laughs> uh, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> he better bring something bigger than a hammer. <laughs> uh, this dude is nuts, man. Like, Whew. I feel awful for his daughter. Yeah. And then, like, the, if you're the dad of this, like, it's just, ah, oh, there's, what's going on outside my house? Get back in or I'll hit you this fucking hammer. It's, 
<laughs> I, I'm all right, man. I'm just gonna call the cops now because you're clearly a psycho. This is... <laughs> and did you just threaten me with a hammer? I don't... Well, let me get this straight. <laughs> did I just get threatened with a hammer in front of my house? Why do you? Why do you have a hammer right now? The police aren't gonna believe this, so I just want to be sure. A hammer. All He's right. Well, his... see you later. You guys moved. All right. Yeah, that is a hammer. Just had to make sure that really was a that was happening. What's happening? Whew. Uh, well, let's go from one person getting arrested to another. Uh, this is Mother of the Year. <laughs> We've got Father of the Year, and we're following it up with Mother of the Year. So this isn't really sports-related, but kind of. Uh, definitely worth talking about. Chris Bosch's mom was arrested this week for running a drug ring out of her house. Oh, it was Back-to-back house- Parents of the Year yeah. with drug-related <laughs> right. stories. All right. At least Donahue was like, don't do drugs or I'll beat you with a hammer. Bosch's mom is like... Hey, I sold her those drugs. <laughs> Don't beat my customer with a hammer. <laughs> uh, she was running it out of her house, uh, which was a house that Bosch actually gave to her about 12 years ago. The cops raided the house, which is across from a country club in DeSoto, Texas, where she lives. So this isn't like she's in a nice neighborhood. I mean, obviously, Bosch bought her the house, so it's got to be a, a really nice place. And um, she does not treat it that way. They found evidence that Frida Bosch and her tenant were selling cocaine and heroin out of the house. Her name's Frida. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. (laughs) Uh, They also found out during this raid that uh, the two of them took advantage of a disabled person. They took him in on the condition that he gives up most of his disability check to cover the, the other tenant's rent. So basically, they were like, like, yeah, you're going to live here, but all of your money belongs to us. And then they sold drugs out of the house. Because um, why not? And when she was arrested, Frida said that uh, Bosch bought her the house, but they haven't talked in 11 years, and he's in the process of evicting her, so she had to bring in tenants, which really shitty to then, like, bring your son down Throw with your son you. Under as, the bus. Like, yeah. Yeah. He built this house for me. He used to play in the NBA. Get him. <laughs> I haven't spoken to him in 11 years, though. <laughs> Can I still win that mother of the year? That's some fucked up stuff, man. Man, that is embarrassing. I don't know what I would do if my mom was running a drug ring. There's your dad wearing his short shorts out in public, embarrassing. <laughs> and there's your mom running a drug ring out of a house that you bought and paid for her. Embarrassing. Holy shit. Dad, wear those short shorts <laughs> every day if you got to. Just don't get busted with a drug ring in a house that I bought for you. That oh my god! Here's how you solve this: just don't get rich enough that you can buy your parents a house. I problem like solved. They can't. They can't sell. Mission a, accomplished. Yeah, then yeah, we. My parents will never run a drug ring out of a house that I bought for them because I cannot afford to buy them a house. Problem solved. I feel like we're getting a call from Vic tonight for sure. <laughs> That's you, you know he's gonna call it and be like, yeah. And if you had stayed in uh, pre med like you had signed <laughs> up for, maybe you could have bought me a house. You're on your own when it calls <laughs> in with that one. Alrighty, well, this one got scooped on our Facebook page. Guys, we Thanks love lot, you. Uh, sometimes we, we love you so much that we cuss you out um, in between shows because uh, <laughs> stories that we have all ready to go will then get posted on the site and then the discussed. Group, and the group is a blessing and a curse, man. Right. It's awesome to have so many people like engaged and having fun, but then it's like... Motherfucker we're, posted we're the story. About that we show. <sighs> well, this one was too good to be true, so move on over, Tiger Woods. There's a new sex addiction king on the block. <laughs> this week in an interview with Dr. Oz, because, you know, why not? 
Former Major League Baseball star Daryl Strawberry revealed that not only did he have a sex addiction during his playing days, but that it was so bad that in between innings, he would take chicks to the clubhouse and bang them. His words, not mine. Hoo-wee. And he got away with it because teammates would cover for him if the sessions went too long. He's taking the shit. Sorry, sorry, Skip. He's shitting. <laughs> he can't take his own fat. Pinch it. Uh, says Strawberry, quote, It was pretty crazy. I would go between innings and stuff like that and run back and have a little party going on. End quote. <laughs> no wonder professional baseball players don't want to speed up anything about the game. Because, I mean... There's not that much time in between innings. I know people complain about a lot of things in baseball being slow. Yeah. But in between innings, I mean, you've got like five minutes, and then, you know, the TV thing slows down. I mean, max, there's ten minutes. But enough time for a guy to get his glove, run out to his position, throw a couple <laughs> balls around, and then, you know, you're good to go. Not enough time to bang one out and get back out on the field and do all those things as well. What the hell kind of <laughs> sessions were these? And how are you? I, his teammates covered for him, but, I mean, you can't cover for not being there. There's only so much cover right. you can do for a guy not being there. That's what I'm saying. Like, the and only I don't remember many like... games of Strawberry just being taken out prematurely. Right. Where you well, can say, there's... oh, he was clearly banging that game. That, that was the reason. <laughs> he went home with an illness. No, he's banging. He just maybe, couldn't make it back Maybe that's why, maybe prematurely is why you don't remember that. Zink! <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, got him. Uh, it's <laughs> very crazy. No matter what, I mean, I'm guessing he wouldn't just make that up. So I'm assuming he did it. But well, what kind of girl do you really got to be to be like Daryl's? Like, I got three minutes. <laughs> Let's go. Well, Frankie makes a good point uh, on the comments here. How is that possible? You can never predict how short a half inning is going to be, and that's that's what I'm it saying. could be. It could be three pitches, right? It could be three pitches, and it's like, all right, you got to go. Like, yeah. Uh oh, and that's assuming that's assuming too. If you didn't bat in that inning, right? Now, say okay, he's batting third or fourth most of his career. So you know, say he ended the previous inning having gotten out. Yeah. So, you know, he's not going to bat, assuming they get three outs. If he goes back to the dugout during that inning when they're after they fielded, yeah. he goes back and he starts right. before the the first batter on his team goes out. Depending on how long that inning goes and it doesn't get back to him, he's got a decent amount of time. Yeah, that's probably your best shot. I was going to say, yeah. that's the only situation that I could think of. If, if it, Even if it goes one, two, three, right. then you get the other team to take the field. Like In that time, depending on foul balls and how the, ba- the right. bats go and all that other stuff, how long. I mean, you know he's sitting there like, hey, guys, I'm going to need you to see a lot of pitches today. Got some stuff to take care of in between it. A lot of take signs, guys. A lot yeah, of take signs. Yeah. And if you get on base... We're just looking for walks today. Walks, no steals, no nothing. Don't just let's let's keep it moving slowly. Like <laughs> Vic said, if that's, you're that's if it. you're any kind of wingman, you work the pitch count. 100%. I mean, for sure, yep. he had to have. If they're already covering for him, then they're definitely doing stuff like that. To we need to go back and watch old Mets games and see <laughs> see what games where you're just like up. Oh, Here's a situation I could totally see. He was banging a chick right then. How bad would it be if, like, the scouting report is, like, jump on this guy first pitch? <laughs> and Straw's like, hey, guys, don't jump on that first pitch. I'm, I'm going to need some time. Right, yeah. <laughs> the days when Daryl's in the lineup, they're like, I'm throwing one right down the middle every batter. <laughs> There's no way they swing. They're working the count. <laughs> Just going to underhand it up there. 
I know it. If they, if this had been knowledge back then, that would have been the best way to do it. You just hire a bunch of hookers from your city and you, and you bring them in and like just set them in the Mets clubhouse. <sighs> Go ahead, ladies, enjoy your time. You'll be paid handsomely for this, and then Strawberry won't be able to resist. And throw some cocaine in there too. This is sex addiction to a whole new level. It really is. Like, it's, the logistics it's, just it's it's pretty fucking crazy. Uh, but all right, there you have it. Tip of the cap to straw, I guess. Uh, Tiger Woods, take another backseat. Do you think? Do you think they were doing that in the Simpsons episode too? <laughs> the power plant had done it. Yep, no doubt. That was the terms of condition for signing up for the the softball team. Strawberry drank the tonic too, right? He had he, his head got blown up. No, that's Griffey. No. Griffey's head got blown up. Yeah, Strawberry. Yeah. No. What did Strawberry do? I can't remember what Strawberry's deal was. I, I think they were just taunting him, and he was crying. Oh, yeah, field. that's yeah. right. Daryl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he was real sensitive. It's probably because he wasn't banging chicks. Yeah, because he, he wasn't yeah. able to. There's there's no clubhouse. It was just the bench behind the, oh, the my dugout. Goodness. Anyways, uh, there you go, Straw. Thanks, man, for that story. And Jim, thanks for scooping it on the... Uh, on the group, whatever. Uh, this one was not scooped on the group. Uh, LeBron James's tattoo artist is suing 2K Sports because the graphics in NBA 2K17 are too realistic. Also because he really needs the money. Times are tough. Does he, though? He does. I don't know if he... I mean, I guess you, you could always use more. But this dude is like a famous tattoo artist in Cleveland. He's tattooed LeBron James. He's tattooed Kyrie Irving, Danny Green. Like, he's got celebrity clientele. So you know he's, he's good. making good bank, right? <laughs> they tip good. Yeah. Uh, his name's James Hayden. Uh, like I said, from Cleveland. Uh, he's also tattooed Tristan Thompson. So a lot of players that, that he's done work on, um, he owns a copyright to LeBron's Gloria tattoo, and he's got one on his left arm of like three stars, which is actually a really generic looking tattoo. Uh, yeah, I have seen that one, but I don't it's, know, it's copyrighted. Yeah, somehow he got that copyrighted, uh, and a lion design that that LeBron has on on him as well. Uh, so he owns those copyrights, and apparently the graphics are so on point that they even have the tattoos perfect. And now this artist is saying that they didn't get his permission to use his work in the game, and he is suing uh, for an undisclosed amount. What's funny point. is I actually heard something about this like two or three years ago. It was Tyson's tattoo artist was suing uh, whatever studio released The Hangover because right. they were like, you're, you're using my work. And it's like, dude, well, it's on his fucking face. You can't cover that shit. Right. Well, and it wasn't that, but this it was for video games because somebody had mentioned something about and it was of course goes back to the Ed O'Bannon and the the mm. the representation for the college games but somebody mentioned something about this coming down the pipe of somebody one of these tattoo artists suing because and I think I think what really started was Colin Kaepernick's uh artist and him being in Madden and there was questions about you know if the legality crossed over into something like that, and that was what I think got the ball rolling. But I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that it eventually took place because, I mean, if there's a copyright on it and they don't pay anybody well, to and, use it, and that's where the weird the, it, there's like this weird ambiguous area because you you've got the rights to the player's likeness, mm-hmm. and that is and, part of the player's and likeness. He's, yeah, that's his likeness. So. Do you? Like, It'll be interesting did, to see how that that ends up. 
yeah, shaking out in court, like what the court says about that. I, I mean, that's that's clearly going to be the arguments on both sides. It's like we we've got the rights to this likeness. We're allowed to use his right. likeness, his his face, his, and, and that's part of him. And mm-hmm. the tattoo artist is going to be like, yeah, but this is my copyright, so you you got to get my permission. But then all you're going to have is tattoo artists copywriting every fucking right. tattoo that they do. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's going to ruin video games. Right. That's well, what's that's happen. what ended up happening with Ed O'Bannon. Like, well, and that's what I was wondering. Like, let's say that whole Ed O'Bannon suit didn't happen with how realistic the graphics are now. Because NBA 2K17 and 2K18 are unreal. Like those, it looks right. like you're watching a yes. game. So if they're that good and they still had a college game going, oh. that's. I mean, they almost got out of the the game at the perfect time where you could still pass as like that's ah, just a, a white dude. It's, yeah. But now it'd be like that doesn't look anything like him. <laughs> <laughs> and people would be pissed because they'd be like, "This isn't realistic. This is bullshit." Right. So it's a. Uh, they almost got out of the game at at the right time there. I'm interested to see how this one. This is one I'm going to be following to see. I mean, let's face it. It's going to take years to figure out. It's not even going to take years. 2K is just going to be like, how much you want? <laughs> just, yeah, I know. What's going to make this artist. go away? Like, we make billions. All right, here. Here's your <laughs> here's your $750,000. Go away. <laughs> and that guy's going to be like, fuck yeah! <laughs> That's probably how that goes. <laughs> probably almost exactly how it goes. All right, sticking with the NBA, uh, kind of. <laughs> Former Dallas Maverick Charlie Villanueva had his home in Dallas broken into recently. Um, and, you know, that sucks. Nobody loves getting robbed, especially this time of year. But what was stolen, that's actually the funny part of the story. <laughs> uh, Villanueva took to Twitter, of course, t- to detail what was going on. And he said that someone had broken into his house and stole a bunch of stuff. And then he had been waiting on Dallas police for over two hours. The next tweet shows an empty bathroom with Villanueva saying, I am still tripping. Who steals a toilet? Like, why a toilet? One toilet at Dallas PD. Still not at my house. Uh, That was the end of the tweet. Apparently the thieves took all of the appliances in the house, but how in the fuck does one steal a toilet? (laughs) More to the point, why would you want to steal You have to be there for a long-ass time to be like, okay, we're going to turn off the water. Did you, did you bring your crescent wrench? All right, cool. <laughs> Disconnect this water intake. We're going to, you got to rock it. Break that wax seal. You got to, you got to get How that. How long was he gone too? That That's they had the time thing. to do all he this. He said all of his appliances, like they, they jacked a washer and dryer. I'm assuming <laughs> like a dishwasher. Were they gold plated? <laughs> I mean, just stealing appliances. Go to fucking Best Buy. A toilet's like, a hundred bucks, like steal the the money and then go buy a fucking toilet. Why are you right? <laughs> yo, 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 yo! I got that chilling Charlie Villanueva toilet in my truck. You know, there's no hair on this seat. It's right. cool. <laughs> oh, oh! oh. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Too soon. I couldn't resist. Come on, that mm, that was good. Uh, thank you. Thank All you. All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> moving on. So we couldn't decide whether we were going to start Upper Deck with this story or end Upper Deck with this story. But and God then the more we read it, America. the more we were like, this is tailor-made for our show. We are absolutely ending uh, on this one. And welcome to another edition <laughs> yes. of Craft Brood Sports <laughs> Theater. Uh, last time we did Craft Brood Sports Theater, we read some text messages for you. Um, this time we're going to read some tweets 
set the backstory here for you. Um, Jeter. Jeets. He hosted a town hall for season ticket holders in Miami. <laughs> Dummy. It did not go well. Uh, <laughs> As you could imagine. <laughs> so there were no cameras allowed, but a writer from Miami did live tweet the, the entire uh, meeting. And decided to uh, to give us the play by play. So uh, Scott, I'll let you lead us off. Uh, we'll take the first tweet. This is from Barry Jackson at FLA Sports Buzz on Twitter, and his account of the Derek Jeter Town Hall. First fan to enter Jeter Town Hall meeting wearing Stanton jersey. So far, he hasn't been forced to change into, and I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, some type of jersey. <laughs> I, I can't read the name. It's some guy. It's but, whoever shitty players got. Yeah, traded some, for. some really <laughs> shitty player. Anyway, fans at town hall meeting being treated to buffet before Jeter arrives. Best way to soothe potentially angry mob is with grilled asparagus. <laughs> <clears throat> Marlins man, season ticket holder since 1993, <laughs> hasn't renewed and is furious with the prospect of. Plan- paying big league prices for, quote, triple-A team. Valid point, Marlins man. Quote, this makes me miss Loria, Marlins man said. Quote, who would have thought that? Jeter enters to mild, polite applause. <laughs> <laughs> Jeter begins with a long speech saying, what team is doing has been mischaracterized and says, team won't be torn down after the rebuild. Jeter blasts the farm system under old regime, says, quote, we didn't buy this team to continue losing money or, more importantly, losing games. Jeter shrugs off question about status of Yelich and Real Munto, who are both unhappy. <laughs> we Lots really prepared well. Names. Well, is, his names are fucked up. Yeah, that's fair. One, angry, uh, one fan angry about delinquent ushers at stadium tells Jeter, quote, I emailed you. Said Jeter, you don't have my email address. <laughs> this is where it gets great. The dude was just like, Derek Jeter at MiamiMarlins.com. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Didn't get kicked back by that mailer demon. Must have been it. Info at Marlins.com. <laughs> Send this to Jeter. <laughs> Jeets at MLB.com. <laughs> Continuing. Loudest applause was for fan asking to bring back Waltz and Hutton. Jeter, all caps, says, has nothing to do with those decisions. Jeter being pelted with questions about why traded key players. Keeps saying no playoffs since 2003 is, quote, not acceptable. Uh, Now, Andy Slater checks in as far as tweeting. This is no longer Barry Jackson. He says, fan tells Jeter it's ironic that town hall meeting is being held behind Budweiser Bar in left field because... There won't be a ball hit in that area by the home team next year. Hashtag Marlins. <laughs> Back to Barry Jackson. Jeter asks fans to be patient. One older man tells him he doesn't have that many more years. <laughs> Jeter, quote, I can't sit here and say who's going to be playing for the Marlins in 2018. End quote. Fans are angry. One shouts, quote, you spent $1.2 billion and ran out of money. End quote. <laughs> Asked why he traded Azuna, Jeter won't say. Says Hill will address, quote, when he has the opportunity. Hill not at podium. Great comedy here. <laughs> Marlins man just gave long speech. Of course he did, that fucking asshole. Jeter says he will let him throw out first pitch, but will not drive in Marlins mobile with him. <laughs> Marlins fan now crying at podium, asking why they didn't add pitching and keep top end offensive players. Jeter asks, what pitchers could have signed? 
End scene. <laughs> oh my god! I I would have bought season tickets to the Marlins just to be able to be in that room for that. This would have been the best investment Craft Roots Force has ever made. <laughs> I would have, we would have made the road trip down to Miami just to be a part of this. We did a live show. We're here live at the town hall Jeter meeting. There are no cameras allowed, but we'll uh, we'll dictate. But. <laughs> Live Craft Root Sports Theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, the, the best is there was one that wasn't even included because there's good an, art, uh, an article explaining like how much of a shit show the, this was. Yeah, it, um, it went off the rails where is it? big time. Oh, um, here, here it is. Um, this is, and I can't remember, this is Barry Jackson, I guess, or whoever was writing this article, but it says, so many things to highlight here. You've got this old guy saying, hurry up and build a winner before I fucking croak. <laughs> I can see my dad saying that. <laughs> All of these, like, angry <laughs> tweets and comments are straight from the desk of Vic Berlon Sr., they're all so angry. <laughs> I love it. But this is exactly what Jeter deserves. And I, I we talked about it um, earlier in the week. On the one hand, I give Jeter credit for showing up to this thing and get pelted by these questions because there's totally no way... He should have backed out. He, yeah, there's no way he didn't know that it was probably going to go pretty poor. Yeah. So good for him. On the other hand, fuck him. <laughs> this is exactly what he deserved after not showing up at the managers or the, the owners' meetings and not showing up for, you know, dodging questions... When they made the Stanton trade, so he took all the bullets here, and you know what? From the fans, I mean, the fa- the you have to be a real Marlins fan to go to this. You have to yeah. care enough to make the trade. Well, it's season ticket, so it's right. people who are invested in the and, team. And so, I mean, you're not just some random dude if you come to this right. thing. And so, they have every right to give this motherfucker a piece of his mind. <laughs> I, Jeter might be the motherfucker of the week <laughs> in perpetuity. <laughs> Uh, Till he sells the team. (laughs) This has been Upper Deck, brought to you by GameFly.com and Twitter Theater. (laughs) Craft Brood Sports Theater, if you will. I love I love that we had an opportunity to do oh, that Oh, I was again. so excited when I saw this. I was like, this story yeah. lends itself to bringing, <laughs> bringing, a, bringing back an oldie but a goodie. Uh, the phone lines are now open. So, Drew, if you, uh, if you want to get that call in now, you guys can call in. Uh, make sure you guys are telling us who you want to vote for for Motherfucker of the Week. The poll is live on our Facebook page. Check that out. Your choices this week are NFL refs or Papa John. So vote in that. Let us know who the motherfucker of the week is. With that being said, do you want to find out if I'm a white motherfucker, Scott, for the last time in 2017? Sure. Okay, let's do that while we're waiting on calls. Um, This is the portion of the show where Scott asked me a question about uh, 90s R&B and hip-hop, and if I get it wrong, I am the white motherfucker, and I have to do normally a shot of hypno, but I still haven't bought any. So tonight is going to be a shot of Jaeger, and that's going to be bad. That's a horrible (laughs) idea. Well, that's Uh, why I I think that... uh, this one's a little bit of softball, and again, I'm going to be a little but bit. Does upset. that mean you have to do a shot of Jaeger? Because uh, normally, if I get it right, you got to do you got to uh, get iced, and I don't think we have ice either. I think we didn't. The smear not. Ice is upstairs, isn't it? Yeah, you're Jesus. not going to leave again, are you? No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to leave again. Although that'll be my punishment if you get it. If you get this right, I'll have to run upstairs and come back and get ice. I mean, let's be honest. As many times as I got iced in 2017. The people would love to see me get iced <laughs> one would. more time yeah. before yeah, the calendar true. flips over. <laughs> so if you get this one right, I will run upstairs and get the yes. ice. Okay. All right. All Fair right. Enough. In the Christmas spirit of things. Now, I said this is going to take it out of the 1990s predominantly, but it's still a R&B group. Oh, so okay. 
The song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, has been performed by many, many a person, people, groups. Sure. Sure. One of the more classic versions is performed by the California Raisins. Yeah. What R&B group are the California <laughs> Raisins designed after and voiced by? God damn it. Now, keep in mind, they're not, I'll give you a hint. They're not from the 90s. No, it's, they're, they're it's main, an older... Yes, yeah, it's, they're, they're, it's their main older... pop, popular time was uh, not during the 90s. In fact, it was during the late 60s and 70s were their heyday. Mm. I feel like this is one of those two where as soon as you say it, I'm going to be like, motherfucker, I knew mm. that. I'll give you another hint. Um, Think wait, more. hang on. Don't No okay. more hints. I, okay. I'm, okay. I'm going <laughs> to... Jim said DMX. <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Had you gone with DMX, you might have gotten partial credit. <laughs> if DMX was in any type of group, well, well he was in the Rough Riders. That's kind of. He said DMX in the Rough Riders. When you first said Rudolph, that was my first thought was, oh, it's about this DMX no, version no, no. of Rudolph. I had to Rudolph. take it out of the 90s. Um, uh, it's. Tank uh, says Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting some good. Oh, Jim said the St. Lunatics. Is it. It's, I know it's not Bobby Brown. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Bobby Brown and the Brownettes. <laughs> Would have been a good uh, guess. It's um, um, Not Saved by the Bell. Whoever that is, you will hold the fuck on while we decipher <laughs> whether Mike is a white motherfucker. Call back. <laughs> All right. I, I was going to answer to no, try to give no, you a, no, a chance. No, you're not going to phone right, whoever a friend. Whoever that was, call back in as soon as I miss this question. Um <sighs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm kind of mad. You should be, and I I know I'm gonna as soon as you say I'm gonna be like, of course that's it. Uh, I'm gonna go with <laughs> the No Limit Soldiers. <laughs> We're getting some good crowd participation tonight. Ooh shit! Uh, I'm gonna I'm just gonna guess the Four Tops. Ooh, that's a pretty solid guess. But not right. Oh, God damn it. It is good. the temptation. Son of a bitch. <laughs> of course you it's the temptation. white motherfucker. Of course it's the temptation. <laughs> Give me that. Don't even pour this into a uh, cup. I'm not going oh. to. Sir, was... you are one uh, white I deserve this. You didn't know the California Raisins were the temptations? I bet if you, you saw did. those assholes claim, claim animation <laughs> dancing across the screen No, right Well, now, that's the thing. I haven't seen the Raisins since that, like, I was now, a see, kid. The ra- now, and that was part of the question because the, the Raisins were a very 90s thing. Ooh. Yeah, they were. They, they came out and were popular in the 90s, but it was... They were modeled after, and the voices were the Temptations. That's pretty crazy. And um, I just found out tonight too, because I was like trying to make sure that there was nothing oh like God. funny business. I mean, I knew that they were the Temptations, and all that it was common knowledge. But I, I, I just Wikipedia Temptations, and I found out they're still performing. Really? Yeah. Holy now it's shit. not like obviously it's not the original five members, but like one of the main members is still like wow. I guess he also speaking of copyrights, he like owns the name Temptations, like. Smart move. That's some yeah. good business decisions right there. Um, all right, so whoever called Oh, and, and I knew Jim was going to get in. upset about that one because I, I'm, the hint I almost gave you was I was going to say think Motown, and I'm like... Well, and that's what I, I was trying to go through I Motown. I made four tops, and yeah. I was just like, I, I mean, I tried to help you out, man. It was, I thought yeah, that was a pretty easy one. I knew one, it was and, a Motown And Jim said group. he's disowning you, and, and like I knew that's he would get fair. upset. Because I knew it was a Motown, Motown group. I knew that, but I, it was just one of those where it was like... <laughs> Jim also said KRS-One. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I'm gonna do a shot of this Jaeger that I got at <laughs> at a work uh, event this morning. This <laughs> morning, because so I it's work- fresh Jaeger. 
<laughs> we did like this weird thing where you had to like unwrap a uh, ball of plastic wrap. D12. <laughs> Seriously, the crowd participation Those, this week. I mean, excellent. the California Raisins are kind of looking like purple pills, so that does work. Ah, uh, there you go. Well connection. Yes. Oh my God. The glugs. Oh. <laughs> How's that black licorice taste? I forgot how disgusting Jaeger is. Jaeger Bobs. Jaeger Bobs. <laughs> Not now, Chief. I'm in the zone. <laughs> Whoever was calling, call back in. <laughs> Mike needs a breather. Oh, you need I to chase that with some up, up, up on the rooftop. Mm, no, that just needs to sit for a minute because, <laughs> god damn it. Uh, seriously, though. You're one white motherfucker. I know. I, bad. I, I That's thought a bad that was one. That, that was that was one of the the worst ones of that the was, year. I that thought, was one. And I, I totally thought for sure, got. like I'm underhanding this one. He's he's gonna. There's a lot of pressure though when the when the I questions know. on there. It's like because I fucking know the temptations. Right. Like I know the temptations, <laughs> but it, it's like everything just. It's just gone. No, I know. It's I, I know what you mean. It's like when you're... You like, draw let's a complete say, blank when you're asked something like that. Let's say like somebody asks you to name black hockey players, and you, you've Fuck named you. all of them in various points <laughs> of time, but you just can't get all of them at once. That's kind of what that feels like. Fuck right you. <laughs> I see what you did there. All right. Uh, while we're waiting for whoever to call back in, let's take a quick peek and just see where we're at on the... Um, uh, Shares? Yeah, let's no, not on the shares. Oh. Uh, although we could check. Oh, that's too. A, the poll. The poll. Yes, oh, okay. uh, we've got a, a couple votes in there. There's twelve votes in. It is split right now. Six Uh-oh. and six. Six A Papa John. Six A NFL refs. Go um, vote for that on the Craft Roots Sports page. The motherfucker of the week <laughs> is it Papa John's or is it the NFL refs for their <laughs> bullshit shenanigans this week in both the. Patriots Steelers game and the uh, Dallas Raiders game and just in general refs in the NFL suck balls. Yeah. So, but right. those are two glaring. <laughs> those are those this are week. what that's why they've been nominated yeah. this week. Um, yeah, we didn't really talk about why we picked, it. and there were a couple that we left off too. Uh, we, yeah, J- uh, Juju Suster Smith was considered for the uh, nomination. But yeah, for his bullshit celebration. Uh, yeah, his weird. Which Mike and I talked about this. I was really pissed at him because. The fact that he apologized initially and acted as if, you know, oh, that wasn't me. I'm not that type of guy. I'm not going to make fun of the fact that he got hurt. And I mean, on the one for on the one hand, I think that it was a legal hit and whatever. And the NFL has the rule. So I understand the rule and it was totally against the rules. Fine. And he, if he's going to apologize, then fine. He, you know, owns it. And is gonna, but if you're going down that route of apologizing and, you know, backing out of it, then to turn around and then do a celebration right. that mocks and, that, yeah. that goes in the face and it makes you look like a flip-flopping bitch. And so that is a bitch move to me. And makes Here's you why a, I think it's a bitch move. A motherfucker. You didn't score the touchdown. Well, it wasn't his touchdown, <laughs> and he's like celebra- he turned it into his celebration. It's like, you're, you're a fucking douchebag. If it had been his touchdown, I may have felt a little differently. Because, you know, you just scored, you motions are high whatever you're not but you didn't it wasn't you man like that's the ridiculous part to me craft root sports who's this hey, it's scott hey what's going hey, on scott how Scotty. you doing man hey man i'm doing good i was gonna wait for the other person to call back because that wasn't me but they weren't uh, taking their time <laughs> nope, yep. so yeah if, feel free I'll to jump in normal, uh, our uh, long-time listener, first-time caller thing, so I can uh, <laughs> choke with everybody here. But 
I don't know if you guys grabbed the uh, guest beers I gave you here. Yes, sir. Uh, we absolutely did, my friend, and that's what we were just about to say. All Scott right. is partially calling nice. in, one, because he's a fan of the show, and two, because we have guest beers tonight, and they are <laughs> straight from Michigan. <laughs> yeah, so JB had to be the first guy to bring Michigan beers on this show. Unfortunately, beat me to that. But... Uh, <laughs> This yep. is from a place about 15 minutes from my house I've been going to for years. It's called Rochester Mills. It actually was a mill that like did uh, processing of energy and things, and then they turned it into a brewery. It's a pretty cool place. No but um, they uh, make a 12 Days of Christmas off of their milkshake stout with 12 different flavors, which, as I was telling Scott, before the funny thing is the one that is probably their most famous they make a blueberry pancake one that's amazing isn't in it so that didn't make a whole lot of sense but <laughs> all 12 that that are, in are excellent <laughs> and i see still following because i saw him log into the chat earlier uh shitty shitty if you will um has had a few of these i brought a few with me when i stayed with him so he can probably shout out that a couple of them are pretty good too but I recommended my favorite for Mike because Mike's very much like me with the bourbon age things. Not that right. Scott doesn't like them too, but uh, <laughs> that one uh, is their Christmas roast. It's aged in bourbon barrels. It's amazing. It's one of my probably 10 favorite beers. So I brought that, suggested that one. And then any of the other ones are good, but uh, the chocolate cheesecake's pretty good. So I, I mentioned that one as yeah, well. Yeah, and I'm an idiot. And so when I grabbed one, I thought I had grabbed the chocolate cheesecake, but I actually grab just the straight imperial so we'll be doing the imperial okay. and the uh christmas so world. you've got actually got my two favorites but i'm well that works. the two heaviest so <laughs> that's yes. it dude that well that because right the, imperial, right the imperial clocks in at nine point uh 9.0 percent so oh my god man this right off the bat scott this like smells like straight coffee this this one yeah, smells like I literally just. I'm gonna pause and wait here for a second because I love <laughs> that one. Uh, it smells like it's just straight coffee. Like I just had, I just opened up a cold brew. Uh, so let's see how this one tastes. God damn, that is good. Mm. Uh, so there's not a lot of uh, bourbon barrel flavor on this one. Uh, at least it's not heavy off this off the top, but there is a lot of coffee flavor in this man. Did we lose? Yeah, some? that's oh, that's definitely <laughs> coffee strong. The bourbon flavors are there at the end. Now Scott is the imperial, so that should probably be pretty heavy coffee too. Yeah, and I was just gonna say it's very heavy on the coffee, but I can smell the bourbon from the beer. But um, as far as the flavor goes, um, it, the the coffee flavor shines through. It's really good. But, um, yeah, it can't taste the bourbon as much, but I can smell it. All right, here's what's a little weird about this. Uh, there's stuff floating in my glass. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, that, that would be the curdled Baileys that we both have. So we have oh, a, a little bit of great. Baileys in our cup <laughs> to go along with this coffee beer. I, I looked down, I was yeah, like, did I throw up and not remember? Like, also, also, my wife chimed in and said, you know, in relation to me not grabbing the right beer, that uh, I always grab the wrong thing. So <laughs> uh, Scott, Adam uh, on the Facebook live feed said from michigan i bet they talk a lot about uh how good their beer used to be that's a sick burn uh <laughs> sweet, sweet burn on that one 
Yes, yeah, that unfortunately. <laughs> but uh, I did want to say, as much as I did not like the Juju Smith Schuster celebration, he had a great tweet this week. Somebody tweeted something random about how football players aren't that great at their young ages because um, Isaac Newton found gra- found a gravity at 23 or whatever, discovered gravity, and he's like, yeah, well, I scored a 97-yard touchdown on Monday Night Football at 20, so screw him or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that, but that's a damn good point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, you know, what? I I thought it was kind of a bitch move, but that to- totally redeemed that tweet. Totally redeemed himself. Scott, who's no, your I won't vote? Keep you guys too much longer. I want some other people to call in too. But I right, before you Rob go, Manfred for his interview with uh, Levitard, not on the uh, motherfucker of the week choices. I mean, well, oh my we, God, no, it's so terrible. yeah, we had uh, we wanted to have four people on there, but for some reason Facebook would only let us put two options on the poll. Right. So we went with our our two, like our number one, number two. But uh, that interview was amazing. Priceless. We were talking about it. We were talking about it before we went on the air tonight. And <laughs> if you guys have not heard that before, just search Dan Levitard, Rob Manfred, and he went. In on Rob hardcore and owned him all of this bullshit that's going on with the Marlins and Jeta and I mean it's basically this probably gives you a glimpse of what that town hall meeting was like yeah for Jeter the yeah from what I in can a professional er yeah. setting professional er <laughs> yeah <laughs> Scott before you leave man uh, who's your vote for uh, for motherfucker of the week Papa John or the NFL refs. Okay, I'm going to go with Papa John for sure. I mean, it would have been Manfred, but I'll go with Papa John. I mean, how can it not be? Fair enough. And Scott, thank you very much yeah, for our dude. beers. Awesome. Th- both awesome. We're going to switch up here, and uh, I'm going to trade the half that yeah. I have left of the Imperial so that we both get a taste of these. Let me. There we go. Okay. Now you but get about Thank half. you very much, and thanks for yeah, listening. Yeah, much we appreciate appreciated, the call. Dude. Merry Christmas to you, no sir. No problem, guys. Kurt. Keep being great. Sounds another call's coming. I'll drop. All right. All right thanks, Scott. See, see you, bud. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh, Craft Root Sports, who's this? Long-time listener. First-time caller. <laughs> I've been promoting your show at Tall Oaks Band Camp for a very long time. <laughs> and I'm going to appreciate you guys saying my sport is my <laughs> band, is not a sport. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> You probably don't probably don't appreciate telling you that uh, one of your favorite Christmas movie and a Christmas movie either, but too fucking bad, band geek. <laughs> did you? All right, for real, Glenn. Did you? Did you vote yes in that poll that marching band? No, was I voted no. Okay, I voted right. no. Thank God, man. Because I, I was going to dump this call if you had said yes. <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, no, breaking no, up, no. going through a tunnel. And it was it was funny because people were like, "Well, you can let her in that." Somebody was like. You can let her in a lot of things in that's, my office. Well, that's what somebody said like, on. Play, they're like, I played chess and I got a letter. Yeah, that's that's, a, a <laughs> that's exactly what somebody said in the group was you could let her in band. I was like, I lettered on the speech team. That's not a speech yeah. is not a sport. It just leads you to do a podcast later in life. <laughs> <laughs> I just enjoy dropping that gem in the group. <laughs> it was, it, 
It was a good one, man. Well, I thought it was funny because I never expected it to take off like it did. I know. I mean, I thought it would generate some conversation, but next thing I know, it was still going hours later. I think my phone died from the notifications. My name name is Glenn Pleasant. I am the meme king, so I kind of get you. (laughs) Well, there's that. Facebook page jumping at times. I mean, you claim that. You claim the meme king, but I know uh, Money Blakeweather also claims to have some, uh, some royalty in his blood when it comes to memes. And uh, he he did put us on the Dumb and Dumber Two posts. So. That was that was great. That was great. Dilly dilly. So, dilly yeah. dilly. Glenn, who's your vote for the uh, the motherfucker of the week, man? Papa John. Nice. <laughs> no doubt. So, no, no explanation doubt. needed. But, Got it. Uh, I don't want to hold you guys long. Want to wish y'all a Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, sir. Um, yeah, I know twenty eighteen is going to be big for craft root sports. Also, I can't wait for my Panthers to get bought by Diddy so we can hire them shake. <laughs> so I'll holler at y'all later. All right, man. Cheers, buddy. We'll can't stop, you. won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yet another uh, one of the random topics that popped up this week. Uh, Diddy randomly saying in a one-minute Twitter video that he wanted to buy the Panthers. Although, did, when you watched that video, did you get the sense that he really doesn't know shit about the NFL? Uh, he called them the North, the North Carolina, Carolina Panthers, Panthers yeah. and I'm like, well, no clue. Done. But he, <laughs> that, that would exclude you from ownership in my book. I'd be like, you don't even know the name of the team. You're out. He's like, I don't care, and just starts making, and they're <laughs> and like, like, no, we can call it North Carolina. That's cool. Yeah. yeah I thought I told you that we won't stop. <laughs> no, get out. Then he's like, I'm going to buy this team, but Mace is going to run it. <laughs> Well, who was it that made the comment about uh, he's going to buy the team and then sell all their rights and be the first team that uh, <laughs> he, he sold all the players' rights to or they had all their uh, their royalties he off was, of their shit? Yeah. yeah. I like that he was just going to sample uh, other teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a good take, too. Yeah, uh, yeah so uh, Diddy, that, obviously that's not going to happen. But I like, that, I like that Kaepernick was like, yeah, I'm in, man. Let's do this. I want to <laughs> own it. Like, yeah. Originally, the whole thing was Diddy was going to buy it and sign Kaepernick, which, I mean, you got Cam Newton. Sure, you could sign Kaepernick, but it'd be really awkward. It does not make sense to sign Kaepernick no. in that situation. Uh, but Kaepernick was like, no, that's cool. I'll own it too, man. I got money. <laughs> Craft Fruit Sports, who's this? This is your father. Yes! <laughs> I knew that we would hear from your dad tonight. How you doing, Pops? I'm doing really well. Before I get started here, I mean, how's Jude feeling? How's Jude? He's feeling? doing better. He's uh, the fever broke. He's just got a cough. He's doing much better, pops. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> now, as far as motherfucker of the week, <laughs> is there any other except that douchebag from Papa John's? <laughs> I mean, people are we're we're still pretty split on the vote, and there are a lot of people saying the NFL refs. Why would they say the NFL refs? I I I don't understand that. They made the correct call. The Steelers <laughs> suck. They deserve to lose. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, well, there was that, and then there was the, the whole thing where see the, now this is where. One, the only ones who deserve it more are the Cowboys. Well, and that's that's why I'm confused about your choice here because the NFL refs did make a call that, that helped the Cowboys. That helped the Cowboys. They had the whole index card gate because that's what you do is you just add gate at the end of whatever 
uh, controversy there is. Right. Uh, so they, they put the index card in, and it was short of the first down, and they, they gave the first down to the Cowboys. So that's why I'm kind of surprised that you wouldn't at least hate them a little bit, Pops. Yeah, but, but Mike, they, they, come on, it's the Steelers. <laughs> I, and they, you know, they, they suck the biggest wang that walks the face of the earth. They just said wang. They're beyond. They're beyond terrible. I mean, I hate Jerry Jones. I don't hate the Cowboys per se. I hate their owner. But as far as the Steelers go, you know, like I, I, I like I said earlier, I wouldn't piss on them to put them out if they were on fire. <laughs> All right. So your vote yeah. is for Papa John. Yeah. Well, Papa John. I mean, let's face it. This guy's the biggest douchebag to watch the face of the earth. What what a what a tool. You know, he was going to play the Trump card and he was going to be the big guy with the, the picking on the NFL. And then he found out he just sells shitty pizza. <laughs> nothing to do with the NFL. He just sells crackers with tomato soup on it. <laughs> he sells, it's basically the, uh, what's that? Lunchables. Lunchables, it's, yeah. Lunch- I would yeah. eat a Lunchable well, I mean, before I ate Papa John, just for the record. Oh, my God. What a bunch of shit he is. He's just an asshole. He's a complete asshole. Um, yeah. Well, uh, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to let you go, and I'm going to just well, – I just want you guys to have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Papa Scott. Yes, sir. As I said earlier this week, you you really outkicked your <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Pops, get the Jameson ready for next weekend. Yeah, well, I'm getting all. I'm getting, buying the Jamesons tomorrow. Get the uh, what's the not gone, get the IPA what's not gone Christmas Eve will be here. Nice, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, have a, hey, have a good holiday, both of you guys. Right, yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas. 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 I love you, you. We'll talk to you later. All right, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> Tank says, "Fuck Jerry Jones, then now forever." That's why we love you, Tank. <clears throat> All right, we are we. I guess we should talk about our topics that we had lined up. Oh for the yeah, show. we've got topics for we, the show. <laughs> Jeez, this is the best. I fucking love it. This is exactly what we said would happen though with this poll. Is yes, kind of take on a life of its own, and which is which is fine. It's become a uh, a new segment, and you know, I had thought it may about not it be an every week ago. thing. Uh, but it, it all depends on obviously if we have enough people or that can be nominated right and if it lends itself i guess to i mean there'll be some weeks where it'll just be straight there's this one motherfucker and yeah we'll just go on ahead and give it the title but <laughs> i mean some weeks are quieter than others and we may not do it but it helps out with uh crowd participation and it's a lot of fun so far I'm yeah digging it. i love uh, it so keep those calls coming let us know who is the motherfucker of the week papa john or the NFL mm. refs. By the way, uh, so to update on I the, haven't switched yet. I, I just switched to the Christmas roast. This is really good. It's super good, right? It, but it's like all coffee. I don't get any bourbon barrel flavor in that. I will say. Maybe it's the Baileys that's so, floating it. No, 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 no. <laughs> so I thought maybe that the, the Baileys was going to, because you got that really sweet and yeah. it's on there. And even the, uh, the up on the rooftop is a little bit sweet in comparison to both the, the coffee and this, the Imperial Stout. Um, so I thought maybe that would skew it a little bit, but after having cleansed the palate with the Imperial and this, <laughs> I mean, I said that that tasted like coffee and it does cause stouts, you know, automatically have that. This thing tastes like they threw in coffee beans and yeah. some booze 
and shipped it off. That's what I'm saying. It I tastes mean, like a cold brew coffee. Oh, it is literally like. I mean, have this you ever is had coffee, those Starbucks yes. cold brews? These, That's what it tastes this like. is coffee kick you in the face. I mean, <laughs> I'm worried I'm not going to be able to wow. sleep tonight because of this because I feel like I'm drinking coffee. No, it's it's strong. <laughs> it's good. No, I was going to say it's really it is good, good but, but I don't think I've ever. And I've had we've had a couple of coffee stouts on this show, yeah. and I've had a couple of coffee beers that I thought you know this tastes like coffee, and Imperial stouts generally have that co- heavy coffee flavor. I mean, this takes it to another level. Yeah. I'm not. I, I'm not kidding. Like this. This is the most coffee flavored beer that I've ever had. By it is, it is a wide margin. And on a on a day where I miss a question about a Motown band, it's perfect to have some addition. <laughs> have some Detroit, beer from Detroit, Rochester yeah. beers. Yeah. You so. Suck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about this because this was the other big thing that came out this week. Wow, my wife is voting for me for motherfucker of the week. Wow, on a write in. Uh, wow. My my brother, if we were naming it bitch of the week, my brother was voting for me. So, uh, well, I guess that's fair. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, all right, my wife so loves me. this <laughs> this came out this week, and it started off like when the news first broke. I thought it nobody was, a was joke. really paying attention to it, and then later in the week, things really started picking up, and people started really running with the story. Once They've they realized into, that stock was sold to make it happen, right? Uh, so if you haven't heard, um, Vince McMahon sold off a bunch of shares, uh, actually a majority of his shares for the WWE. So the way I read it, uh, he now owns like 49% of the company, so he doesn't have the controlling shares. But the way the stocks are rated uh, and ranked, he still owns like 89% of the votes. So he yeah, still, so say, so he still, still controls the, the company, of the company, but, but he doesn't own as own much. Up, and yeah. the reason why he sold those off is to put it into another company, Alpha Entertainment. And that company has filed for a bunch of trademarks this week. Fucking Jim. Related Second, to... Bro. What a hater. What'd he say? Jim voted also <laughs> for me for <laughs> Motherfucker of the Week. He, he seconded Cheryl's <laughs> vote, so he's a big asshole. Anyway, sorry. Continue. I'm telling you, man. I said it earlier. Sometimes he's JB, goddammit. Sometimes he's goddammit JB. JB. <laughs> <laughs> he's really goddammit JB right now. Uh, so Vince McMahon sells off his shares uh, to purchase this Alpha or to invest in this Alpha Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Alpha Entertainment has bought a bunch of trademarks relating to the XFL. And based on the timing of the trademarks, people think that there is a legit shot that the XFL is going to make a comeback. And it's. Around the time that the stuff was, the trademarks mm-hmm. were filed, it's it looks like it's in response to the anthem protests, and we know how in with uh, our president, the McMahon family is, considering Linda McMahon has a, a cabinet position for some reason. Uh, Still f- forget that until it's mentioned. Right? It's like, no, wait, that's a thing. Yeah. So it's, Although she's the only cabinet member or like person close to Trump at all that I haven't heard any shit surrounding. She's the only one yeah. who hasn't been called to testify right. well, on something. <laughs> yeah, and uh, honestly, the position that she's in, it's like something with small business. And yeah. So I, I don't hate, like it makes sense because she's been around this right. family business that grew into an, a mega empire, so I, I don't really hate that pick. Anyways, besides the point, the point is the XFL may be coming back. Um, let's start with you, Scott. First of all, do you think it, it makes a comeback, or do you think this is all just a bullshit, weird thing that Vince McMahon is doing either for, A, attention, or, B, to diversify money and, and try to find different ways to, 
to make some money here? I don't know. Because at first, <laughs> I yeah, I know. Very said it. Killed it. Killed it. All yeah. right, moving on. Hot uh, take. I don't know. All right, you heard it here first, everybody. <laughs> we don't know if it's going to happen. Join well, us next year on Craft Root Sports, <laughs> well, where I we mean, might know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right, motherfucker. Anyways, well, I say I don't know when you ask that question, because at first I thought, when I first heard this, I thought, wow, the timing's great. Okay. Everything in the NFL right now is complete and utter chaos, and clearly they're on the... Whoa, my wow, my Bumped You're it. starting sound music. <laughs> yes. Bumped it. I was grabbing my... Wait, yeah, was, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's crap food sports I've ever seen in No, that was totally yeah, okay. that was consumer can. I bumped it. I know because you're an idiot. Anyway, <sighs> so damn you. on the one hand, I, I want to believe that he, he's this has all been plotted, and then the other hand, I think it might be a little bit coincidental, and he gets people talking. I can't imagine, and I think I think it was Tank in the comment section earlier when the, this was posted mentioned something about a, he's tried this more than once and i mean he did this the one time and it it failed spectacularly they miserably the, failed yeah they've already made the 30 for 30 and as much as i love the idea i loved it you know what 20 years ago now i mean right. has it been 20 years since it it failed it's gotta be close right? I, I mean i love the idea of another league challenging the nfl because you know the nfl is like but the only problem with it was in 2001, the, not quite 20 so, years. Right, okay, Close. so we're not, I was going to say, we're not quite there, but almost 20 years ago. But either way, I like the idea of somebody challenging the NFL. The only problem is the premise of that league was it was going to be more hard-hitting and do all this other crazy shit. And now, like, there's less of an appetite for the crazy shit and more of an appetite just to have basic, regular-ass rules called correctly. Yeah. Whereas the NFL's gotten very technical about the, some of their rules, and some of their rules have gotten technical because of the safety issues and the hard hitting. Right. The other part of it is just you just want a clean called game, and when you see a replay called, it's yeah. obvious. Like, right, none exactly. Of this, wait, why was that a replay, and why is it still not the right call? And there's some technical answer right. for it. Totally agree. Craft Sports, who's this? Yo, it's Tank. What's up? Hey, what's up, Tank? How are you, man? Hey, how much, man? Hey, you heard you guys talking about the XFL stuff, so I'd call in and chime in. Yes, I yes. would love to hear uh, what you think about this. Do you think it's a, it's a legit possibility, or do you think this is all Vince McMahon bullshit? Uh, it, man, dude, Vince is so crazy, who knows? I mean, <laughs> That's I... A good point. I, I, I don't... I, I, I don't... I'm, I'm with Scott. I don't understand why he would do this again. Like, this is happening. It's so spectacularly. It's something that, like... When you think of Vince McMahon's failures, it was the World Bodybuilding League, but then this completely shit all over that as far as the worst idea they ever had. I don't know why they would try to do this again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with you on that because it, here's the other thing, too. The XFL, like Scott said, was in response to it being like, oh, it's going to be more hard-hitting and, and all this stuff. Right. I don't know if fans are on board with a hard-hitting league at this point. Not right now. Like not in a week when no. Ryan Shazier might not be able to walk right. ever again. And it goes right. against, like, the WWE has done things to, like, your, they banned chair shots to the head to help their wrestlers with concussions and, and concussions in wrestling. They're trying to overcome that obstacle, and then they're going to have a league that the whole thing was, hey, these guys might die, so you should fucking watch. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's 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 arguable that the WWE has the best percussion protocol, concussion protocol, uh, in all of sports right now. Like they immediately, if you show any symptoms, they'll stop matches, they'll do whatever, they'll take you out. 
and you're put on, you know, you're, you're out for a few weeks up to a, a month, depending on where you're at. I mean, it's something they've taken very seriously. So I don't understand this idea of like, oh, it's going to be extreme and violent. And, you know, you're going to be facing the same backlash in the NFL is now where people are turning off the game because of the violence. So what? So what's drawing people in? The funny names on the back of the jerseys? The return of the fucking Memphis maniacs? I don't get it. <laughs> well, that's that's where I'll say, okay, Vince hasn't said anything publicly. Yeah, There's been no It's mention. all speculation. Like, yeah, we're point. all just assuming that he would approach this the same way he did the first time, which is probably a false assumption to make, right? Like, yeah. he wouldn't make the same exact right. mistake. True, true. But, and, and I mean, I, I'm making the same assumption too, but at the same time... That's Tank brings up the exact point. Then what else is there to kind of bring to the table? Like other than this is a football league that'll play when there's no NFL and we'll try to give you something that NFL doesn't. But what is that something other than mediocre play and names on the back of the jerseys that are cute? And like, I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I, I would like to see something that challenges the NFL. I just don't know that there is anything that can realistically succeed in doing that. Yeah, and I don't think that this is that thing. I and I don't see how it could be that thing. Yeah, I mean, you look at like arena league football, and like how many times they've tried to make that work on ESPN, and they just can't get the viewership to buy into it, even when it's happening in like the spring and the summer. Well, and that's that's the point I was going to make, Tank. Like, so number one, in order to be successful, you're going to have to have a, a big TV contract to get it to work. Otherwise, right. it will not be successful. You won't be able to pay the players. Nobody's going to go want to go play for a league that nobody's seeing them play. Nobody gives a shit about that. So you're you're going to have to get a big uh, TV contract. And after what happened with the XFL and NBC the first time around. I think people are going to be gun shy about pulling the trigger oh, on some, on oh, some sure. XFL. So you're already behind the eight ball and you got to have something revolutionary in order to draw these networks in. And I can't think of what that would be unless this well, is and, all and again, flag football. Yeah. <laughs> and, and when they did try to do different stuff to like add viewership, because like one of the deals with the XFL was they set it up to where it was like the WWE where it was like, Oh, you know, we're going to take the cameras inside the locker room and this coach is talking shit on this coach and, you know, these, these, these like conflicts and feuds. And they just kept losing viewers every week because people were like, I'm watching a sport for a sport. I'm not watching a sport for sports entertainment. Right. And it just never clicked. I think I may have, I may have cracked the case. Wasn't there a, uh, we did a story on here about a flag football league that was starting up with former NFL players. Like Michael Vick was one of the guys that had signed on for oh. that league. Yeah, that was not like middle of the summer, I guess. Maybe Vince is buying that league and he's going to do a flag football league with former or with, yeah, well, guys who couldn't or, make it. Yeah, or guys who just couldn't now, make see, it. Now, see, that would be something different. And yeah. It's different enough. Kind of challenge. You don't have to worry about the... I mean, there's no hitting, so you don't have to worry about right. all the concussions and all the injuries and all that shit. So maybe Vince is doing a flag football league. Maybe. I mean, <laughs> well, and if you go down that route, you kind of do like, remember when Ice Cube did that, like that three-on-three basketball league? Why not do oh, like yeah. a seven-on-seven and just make it quarterbacks? And that's what it, yeah, that's what I was wondering if like it could be something like that. Basically a real-life uh, NFL street. Yeah, like I mean, right. without yeah, yeah. without all the ridiculousness oh. of a video game. But I mean, I think that would be something different enough, something like respectable enough, and not something even, not even playing on a field. They fucking do it in cities downtown. Shut yeah. down a block, and that's your field for well, the. That'd be nuts. That'd be crazy. Well, then, now, now we're talking. 
All right, Vince, that's, that's hit us cool. up. Yeah, I mean, I think, that's, that's totally NFL Street. I'm not going to lie. I would watch the shit out of that. Well, yeah. That'd yeah, be that an be amazing cool. thing to watch. Former NFL players downtown in a city uh, playing flag football would be super fun to watch. Oh, yeah, totally. And you could, like, have in different locations. Like, you could have it on the pier out in Chicago or, like, in Cincinnati down on Fountain Square. There's all sorts of, like, cool landmarks you could play around. Yeah, I think we might be onto something here. Let's get with Vince. We'll be a sponsor. <laughs> and by sponsor, I mean we'll be there to announce all the games. And, I mean, Vince, pay us, please. <laughs> in- investing in flag football and in us. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Tank, who's your vote for Motherfucker of the Week? Oh, totally Papa John's. Fuck that scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best yes. summary I have ever heard. Fuck that scrotum. <laughs> wow. Oh, shit. That, that, dude is, that dude is the worst. I mean, and how that guy has not been busted for some sexual assault shit. Yeah, I mean, that guy just looks like a fucking pederast. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming, though. I think that's coming eventually. That maybe that's a, why he stepped yeah. down because oh, he knows maybe. it's coming. That's a good point. He went Kevin Spacey with it, but he's still in the. He's he's still like the chairman of the board. He's just not the CEO. He went so Vince McMahon with it. <laughs> I sold it. Right, oh, yeah. I own it. Right, uh, Tank. Uh, you just put up a new blog post today about Colby Covington. Do you want to give a little preview about uh, what that that blog post is all about? Yeah, uh, this week we're, I'm talking about Colby Covington and his whole uh, recent heel turn, where when uh, he was in Brazil. Uh, after he beat Damian Maia, he turned on the crowd and just started calling uh, all of Brazil a dump, and it, it was filled with filthy animals, uh, to which he about got ripped limb from limb trying to run out of the arena to people <laughs> shit at him. That's awesome. So, uh, so he's not backing away from these comics. He's actually turned into a whole thing now where he's got this campaign, uh, the uh, Make Walter Wait Great Again campaign that he's doing. He went full MAGA on it, and uh, he's now on Twitter like, Beefing with everybody. Uh, I didn't even write about this. He gave away the ending to Star Wars this week and, and told all the nerds oh, to fuck off. Wow. Uh, Kobe Cummings is, is full is, is heel. Like, so he's going to, yeah. He's going to war with an entire country and he's going to war with the entire Star Wars fandom. That's unreal. I, I don't know, know about which that. one is more equipped. <laughs> I don't yeah. know which one I'd be you more worried about. You don't mess with the so, nerds because so that's, that's how yeah. your info gets put online. Like he's gonna get full doxxed. No, There's gonna... yeah. he's getting doxxed. Don't <laughs> uh, fuck with virgins who all they have in life is Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Tank, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it, bud. All right. Have a merry, merry Christmas, Christmas Tank. Have a merry Christmas. We'll see you, man. Yeah, merry Christmas. All right, later, guys. Bye. See ya. <laughs> Uh, Cheryl says, what about a powder puff league for, uh, Vince that, that she um, would, uh, think that was fun. I mean, I don't know. That could work, but there is the lingerie football league that never really took off. And I yeah. feel like that's more like up Vince's alley of like, ah, oh, it's sex appeal. And we're going to look at, hard we're going to look at titties. Well, and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I, and that I must hasn't like, taken off. So, it, I mean, if you're trying to directly compete with the NFL on a certain level, I think that that flag football that's such a that's a good opportunity to do it but not really be doing it. Right. And it's something different cuz again, I mean in the 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 powder puff thing kind of works from the 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 standpoint of it's not I don't think he can come at this whatever he's doing he can't come at it with the I'm going to directly um 
come at the NFL with the exact same thing. Right. It's got to be something completely different, and it can't be the exact same thing that the XFL was because, right. you know, you're not going to repeat past mistakes and just trying to – because there was enough wrong with the XFL as much as I love the idea of it that you couldn't recreate and just say, oh, we're just going to tweak a couple little things. It was only a couple little things that kept it from succeeding. No, it no, was, there's all, everything that was yeah, wrong. I was going to say, yeah. there was a whole list of things that was wrong with it. So, I mean, you know, you kind of abandoned that. But I don't know. I mean, it's it's nuts that he's kind of dipping his toe back in the waters. But I love it. I love the idea that somebody else – or I take that back. Not somebody else. I love that somebody, even if they failed in Vince's case, is still like, you know what? The NFL needs to be challenged. And there's a opportunity to take something that the NFL has, and that's viewership and fandom. And, I, I mean, I do think that there's there's an opportunity there for someone to do something. And yeah. I, I don't know what that is, but, I mean, Vince has the money and, you know, the, the want to, to to figure that out. So... I mean, I'm all for whatever he's got planned. I'm, yeah, and let's face I'm it. In. I mean, the XFL, while it only lasted a year, and it was, for the most part, garbage football that, <laughs> that was really awful to watch. Yeah. Um, it was not really exciting. It, it didn't live up to the hype. They changed it around. And, and it, it really, just became, I mean, it really petered out. Like, it started off okay, and then yeah. just as every week it got worse and worse and well, worse. And, and that was just because the, the football just wasn't good. It then was, that's what it, I'm saying. Yeah, like it was really The football bad. was bad, but I mean, it seemed to get worse. Right. When actually, if you watch the games, just nature is that it, it, it got actually got better, but by the time it was good enough, like the championship game was decent yeah. enough football, but by that time, nobody was watching. Right. I remember tuning in for a few minutes here and there, that championship game, and I thought, oh, wow, this is markedly better than anything we saw weeks prior, but it was still at that point, like watching a preseason. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was already, yeah, it's fate had been sealed, but it was, and it was still like watching preseason Yeah, and football. I think that's the hardest part. Like, you're never going to compete with the NFL because the best players are going to go to the NFL. So already you're behind the eight ball. You're not getting the best talent, so you're not going to have the best product. Right. Like, it's not going to happen. You're not going to be able to pay these guys what they're getting paid in the NFL, so they're not going to go to your league. But Johnny Manziel and some football or some street football? Well, and that's but that's the thing. So if you get these guys who may not make it in the NFL but have some talent and it's something – Different from the NFL, it's got well, it's got to be, and it's got to be names too. Like I said, it does have get, to be the, the reason yeah. why a flag football league can start up and kind of get the ball rolling is Mike Vick gets behind it. You got to have some names to get out there in front. Right. Of that, that was part of the problem with the XFL. It was complete unknowns, right? Or guys that you hadn't heard of in years, or they were college has been yeah. from years prior. But if you could start off a league with some guys like a Johnny Manziel or whatever, guys that are like just on the cusp of being right. in the NFL or like would be in the NFL, but they've got some reason, that would go a long way with like giving the league credibility and getting the ball rolling. So, I mean, if he's going that route, that's already completely different from the XFL from that standpoint. I will tell you, I, the first player that comes to mind as somebody who could succeed in this league is a, a big enough name that... It could be an NFL talent, but will not get signed. It's Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> How amazing would that be, though, if Vince does star. do that? And the first but Vince player is the type of person to do Kaepernick. that. I mean, he yeah. absolutely he would not only it would be the first person to sign. Well, he'd make him the, like the face of the league. And they did say so. That's the other thing too is 
the looking at the trademarks, they said it was filed around the time that this could be a response to the anthem protest. We all assumed it was the response of great. It'll be this patriotic league right. that all right, you're the this is going to get the pro Trump people. Maybe it's the other way where it's like nobody's going to sign Kaepernick. I'm going to start my own league. We're going to have Colin Kaepernick be the the voice of this league, the the face of the league, and all of a sudden now people may be drawn to that league because you've got Colin Kaepernick as as the guy. Well, I feel like that you, would be if, fucking bananas. Right. And, and well, but he, I feel like if you execute it right. God damn it. And Kaepernick would fit in great with the flag football league. Well, absolutely. This is but all I mean, falling if, into place. I think we've I unraveled like if you the mystery, Scott. It, I feel like if you execute it right, it all starts with the big names and everything trickles down from there. So if you get the names <laughs> behind it. But what what do I do? I, I don't know what just happened. I don't think you meant to do it. I I did you? Did, did you mean to do it? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought I could play it off. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. I was going to be impressed if you didn't mean to do it. I was going to be yeah. like, God damn it, that was great. Uh, either way. <laughs> uh, but I, and I think that's the only way this can succeed, right? I mean, that that's the missing ingredient is that you at least have players that yeah, people they gotta know. Be, yeah, they've got to be names that you know. People are already showing up because of that. Okay, so if we, if we break down what, we're, what we think this has to be, you've got to have names. It's got to be different enough from the NFL to draw interest. Mm-hmm. Um, but it still has to compete with the NFL in the sense that... It just needs to be can, football. Right, it's got to be good football to, to where you could... But and it has to be football. When we say good football, I mean, flag football will work. Yeah. Some type of modified football from what we know. It does not have to be 11 on 11 on a grass field. Right. It just has to be football that adheres to rules and it doesn't look sloppy. Right. So I think with those being our, our guidelines, there is a re- very real possibility that this could be successful. The only way it's not successful is if he just tries to go head to head with the NFL again. Yeah. It, it'll fail. Which I think even well, no, I mean I think he acknowledges that fact by starting the XFL when he did. It was the NFL offseason. So I think he already mm. realizes whatever you do cannot directly compete. If you're trying yeah. to go Sunday for Sunday toe to toe, you're screwed. Right. So I think he knows that whatever it is, it's got that window of the NFL offseason to perform, whether that's leading up to, you know, during right after the Super Bowl, all the way up until the, the season starts in September, or, you know, there's a tinier window in there, whatever. It has to be after the NFL, like when the NFL yeah. is not competing. Right. So I think he knows that much. It's just filling in those other blanks that he kind of missed the last time around. I'm really excited to see how this all shakes out. So th- we're, we'll just keep going on uh, because there's, I mean, we could probably do a whole show just on, on that right <laughs> uh so we'll move on to another new league that apparently is is being At least unveiled starting uh, uh with lavar ball everybody's favorite sports dad coming out this week saying that he wants to start his own league just when you think tim donahue's gonna steal father of the year from you lavar <laughs> ball will make sure he walks away with that title in 2017 there ain't no way so lavar ball is uh undefeated never <laughs> lost <laughs> He has announced that he wants to start a uh, a league for high school students who may not want to go the college route. 
Uh, and he highly wants to, ranked high yes. school students, the ones that might not have the grades or might just want to skip the college experience in general right. to just get ready for the NBA. And and those guys would then have a chance to at least make some money rather than whatever money boosters are paying them. Right. So there's. <laughs> Whatever chance. Coach Cal was giving them, they'll just skip the, the potentially getting in trouble. Just, yeah, rather they'll than be giving them to them every Friday, rather than screw over university, they can actually take money for real and not have to worry about it. Um, but he says he wants to start this league that uh, acts as kind of this go between between high school and and professional. Obviously, this is in response to uh, both of his sons now playing in Lithuania. Um, this is another one of those things where it's like I could see this working, but only if the right players sign up for it. Because if no. if the if the best players are still going to college, well, this is this is the I thing know. I think about this. It's not the this is different from Vince in that I don't think it's the necessarily the players that are are names because the best players are probably still going to go to college, right? But there's a lot of players that probably are th- maybe playing illegally to something. Like, you think about a Derrick Rose. Think about all the hoops he had to jump through when he played at Memphis yeah. and then end up that, oh, he's not eligible. But a guy like Derrick Rose who isn't nationally known. Now, he's a he's one of the top 100 players or whatever just in the scope of recruiting. But he wasn't a household name. He wasn't one of the top 10 guys right. or whatever. But if a guy like that says that, you know what, screw trying to like jump through all these hoops that I got to go to, and, I, and you get a player like that or a few players like that that aren't necessarily known, but then they go to this league and they become known, and in that one year do stuff there that prepares them, and NBA scouts see it and say, all right, well, they still project to the NBA, or they were projected to go to the NBA, but since they didn't go this route of college, like that didn't change their NBA right. standing. right, right. The difference between this and the whatever Vince is trying to play in is the guy that's behind it. I think that there's absolutely a space for something like this to exist. It's just that I have zero faith that LeVar Ball can pull it off. Like, if he is going to be the idea maker behind this and he's set forth, hey, this is what I want to do, and, I think, and then hands over the reins to somebody who can actually run the business and get a league like this like up and running and can just kind of stay out of the way and be the guy who started this, essentially the commissioner, but yeah. doesn't necessarily, then fine. But I mean, everything That's we've seen, LeVar's. everything we've yeah, seen out of Lamar Ball suggests yeah. that he's going to be want to be hands on and have his fingers right. and everything and be the front man, and he'll ruin it just because of who he is. Like I think the idea is sound, and I think that there is very much a space. I, I would absolutely love for a league like this to exist that says that's basically giving the NCAA the finger and says no you will not control anything, and all these guys can, if they want to, come here and play and still make it to the NBA. And I think that that, makes the, that forces the NCAA to change some things about them, and it gives us all to route, but I just don't think that LeVar Ball is the one that can pull it off. I hate the idea for the league, and not. I agree with everything you said. The reason why I hate the idea for this league is because the teams that will suffer from this are those... Let's, as Rate called them, the tier two teams and and below. So, if this league, let's say this league isn't run by Lavar Ball and it's somebody that knows what they're doing and it's a successful mm-hmm. thing, it's basically a continuation of AAU. Basically, is what this comes out to be, where they can play, they can pay these guys. Like that's essentially what this league ends up being. Um, you're 
Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky, those programs are still going to be able to get the top-tier guys into right. their programs. Right, no, I never deny that, though, for sure. But the programs that will suffer for this is be Xavier. like yeah, your the, second tier. Right, the teams that can do good things with, you know, they get some players who are like, well, I can start at Xavier this year, or I can sit on the bench for three years at Kentucky and, and maybe play my senior year. And they end up going to Xavier, and Xavier ends up becoming a, a, a strong program. Those guys are now just going to be like, well, fuck it. I'll just go get paid for a year and then stay in this league, make a little bit of money, or end up going to the NBA. So I feel like those lower-level teams are the ones that then are, are done. You're not going to have the same level of talent. You're never going to be able to compete with Kentucky or Duke or, or any of those teams at that point. College basketball at this point has such good parity. Like, if you look at this season – there's so many top 10 teams getting knocked off by unranked teams because the level of talent is so spread out and it's fucking awesome. Like this That's, is the most entertaining college season I'm I've not, seen in years. I'm not denying anything you're saying, but at the end of the day, it, the we're not talking about the competition on that level. We're talking about these guys getting paid. I totally understand getting, no, getting no, no. what they're deserving. I totally get that. Skill, I am like, saying as a fan, selfishly, oh, I am against well, yeah, this okay. because it would hurt the program I cheer for. Xavier would not be a good basketball school if no, this see, happens. I, I absolutely, There's no way. I absolutely love Xavier, and I want all the best for them. At the same time, fuck the NCAA. Like, I mean, I, that's fair. Those are that's two a, mutually independent things for me. Like, but in, I, a way, in a way, Xavier fans need the NCAA. They need uh, no, that I, oversight I in order to keep things close. I understand, but I would rather not have the corruption of the NCAA if it means... That's fair. No, like, it's totally... Uh, I totally get kind, it. It's kind of one of those things, too, where I'd be like, all right, but what if Xavier succeeds in the face of all that? Wouldn't it feel so much better knowing that not only are they still successful with this league that exists, that um, you know, they, that it also kind of hurts the NCAA? Like, I... I want my cake and I want to eat it too. <laughs> is what it boils down to. But I mean, how great would that be, though? It would be pretty. I mean, amazing. I, I understand. You're right. It's much less likely because there's a lot of players. The first one that uh, that comes to mind, and of course, as soon as I say it, the name slips. But it would have never allowed us to have a a player like Jamal Crawford. Yeah, like that. Definitely, that not. would never happen because I mean, he specifically was here to show up. Basically, played the one year after he left Indiana. And then he went straight to the NBA or whatever, and that would have never happened. But, I mean, players like that, though, aren't the foundation of Xavier anyway. Okay, so. but think about like somebody like Steph Curry at Davidson. Yeah, I mean, he Davidson's, never would have been Davidson's there. fuck, but, he I mean, that's a once-in-a-billion-year thing, so... Man. That's fair. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Down with Davidson. <laughs> hey, there we go. Hey. Time. What's up? My Sorry, wife Drew. is trying to start What's all up, the man? shit. She's <laughs> mad at me because I talk yeah, shit about we've Kentucky. We've been sitting here trying to call in for like five minutes and Xavier wanted to make you do a victory shot and just rings and rings and rings. Oh, and Xavier won. It never, we never got it through, bud. It never came through. Oh, I got a text oh, I blame it. your tech because I know mine's solid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You switched iPhone. I'm going to blame your iPhone. Boo! Oh. Boo this man! Boo! <laughs> fired. So Xavier right. won tonight by ten. Oh, sweet! Cheers for uh, for an XU now victory. Well, now, now that doesn't tell the whole story though. They had to grind it out because uh, Blewett fouled out with I think like four or five minutes left. To it go. was also tied at half. <laughs> and then say what? It was also tied at half. <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
Yeah, we put up 29 points in the first half when we've been averaging, I think, like 85 or something like that all season long. So it, it was a tight one, but whatever. We we won. That's a, that's a character-building win. That's a resume-building win. That's all good. But that's three um, character-building wins in a row. I'll take that. Holy shit, man. But they're the teams that you uh, should no, the last, smash. No, the last one was us not blowing it at home in a game we should win by 20. That's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 wins that it's like all yeah, right, we at least got the win. We'll learn from this. That's fine. But these are also games that you don't want to lose, so that later on they're not like ah bad resume loss. So I mean, they want them. Period. End of the end story. You get out with a win. All that's right. All that okay. I'm just saying it. It's it's nerve wracking to have three unranked teams in a row when you're a top ten team and struggle with all three of them meh circumstantial though injuries no i, I don't know about that i uh, think northern i was seen as a strong team they're seen as a strong mid-major so i think there's some respect for you know playing on the road at that you know uh rectangular building in a cornfield like literally if you look it up on wikipedia <laughs> that shit is just plops right down the middle of literally nothing nothing at all it's thank insane. you amanda uh also yeah. the fact um, that but i will say though well no go ahead i will I was going to say, I will say, though, Quentin, uh, Quentin Gooden was strong down the stretch. He had to hit, like, six free throws in a row just to kind of keep the margin where it was. They had a bad possession. They blew it, and that's, that's basically how we ran the clock. So, anyways, with that in mind, I don't know if there's a shares limit or whatever involved here, but you have any of that Jaeger left or any of that Bailey's that we can do a shot? I mean, there's there's Yeg left. I'd rather do Bailey's at this point. We'll do Bailey's. We also have to... Uh... Uh, yeah, we I mean, also have to clear out our glasses. I mean, well, mine's gone. Gone. Okay. I mean, come on, step up. Yeah, we're gonna. We, we got we got some Jameson right here. We're ready to go. All right, so buddy. We're gonna pour this... from ref and presence to do it. <laughs> we're gonna pour this Bailey's. No, what I was shot with what you, I was Drew. going to say was that it, there's also a different mentality when you're talking about winning in December versus winning in March. It's like no, yeah, these I games, get that. Well, these games, well, That's you know, fair. you would you would like to blow them out and all that other stuff. It's just like. There might be just a little bit of lapse, and I'm not saying that Xavier's just taking anybody point. lightly, but it's like th- their intensity level isn't is isn't up to where it will be in a couple right. of months. You're right. No, you're 100 so, right. And and putting stock in rankings this early in the season is craziness. Right. Like, there's no need to do that. Drew, we're ready if you're ready for your shot, buddy. All right. Yeah, we're 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 ready over here, Scott. If I may add a little to that, so are you saying that the players may be distracted, wondering how many uh, how many different girls you got your Christmas presents for, just to keep the peace? <laughs> Or how many girls they have to bang in between innings. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. All right. Cheers, Drew. Drew cheers. cheers. <laughs> oh, man. Bailey's is disgusting. Delicious. I wish I had some of that Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey's is a disgusting. It'll it's be- just so sweet. It's <laughs> very sweet. It, like, hurts my teeth. <laughs> You're an old man. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, Drew, so I, I did have one thing I wanted to pull you guys about, or just kind of get your insight. So, okay. the big, uh, the big Fox Disney merger that just came out the past couple of weeks. I'm Hell curious yeah. as to a casual sports or or a fan of just sports and broadcast in general. How does that resonate? What's going on there? What are what are the outside perceptions on what that's actually going to mean for sports overall? All right. So for me personally. Uh, I think for the regular fan, you're not going to really see much difference because from my understanding, the regional networks are now part of Disney and ESPN and FS1, FS2. Those are staying with Fox, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. So from from a, a fan's perspective, I don't really see much difference there other than like Reds games or um, 
you know, those games that you normally see on your regional Fox Sports are now going to be on Watch ESPN or ESPN3 or whatever. There's going to be some weird kind of figuring out there. Uh, where I'm more interested is somebody like the Big East who has a contract with Fox, and you've yeah. got a team like Xavier who plays some games on Fox Sports 1 and then the rest of their games on, on a regional network. Now that that's two different companies, how does that contract work? If if I'm only going to be able to see Xavier games in the few times that they play on FS1 or FS2 a year, I'm going to be fucking pissed. So that's where I'm really kind of hesitant to see how this merger or buyout works out because that's a contract that I need to I need to see how they flesh out. Cuz I mean, obviously the contract has to be right. changed at this point, right? Like it's not the original contract that was signed. So there's the Big East has to come back to the table and figure something out with with Fox at this point. Well, and that's, that's part of my question overall, too, is does, does anyone actually really give a shit about any of this until, like you said, actually starts impacting their games? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, nobody cares. Play, I think the same thing. Where am I going to watch X play? And right. if I can't catch anything but the four games, you think the UC game, the two Nova games, maybe another Big East matchup that's marquee, everything else about to get through a streaming service, well, fuck that. I've seen issues with streaming services left and right. Yeah, so, you, you and know, me both, buddy. No fucking going, Dana well, White. We were really excited when that contract got signed because I knew anywhere I was, I'd be able to see Xavier play. And now it's like, right. oh, so it's back to like the A-10 days. Exactly. Uh, so I think I think those type of contracts. Um, the other thing is is kind of how this, I mean, for me personally as a baseball fan, this helps out a lot because I don't have access to some of those other Fox regional sports networks. Like those are never available. It's like, ah, oh, you're out of the, the market. But if if I can watch some of those games that normally would be on a regional Fox sports network and now they're on watch ESPN, I'm fucking mm-hmm. on board with that. So like now I can watch some of those out of market baseball games without having to get the MLB at, at, uh, at bad app. So that's kind yeah. of, I think that's kind of cool. But on the flip side, college basketball is the, the one thing for me that I'm like, mm, what the fuck is going to happen here? Oh, for sure. Like, I got a half chub thinking about ESPN having control of FS regionals because they're going to do it right. They're going to get that coverage cleaned up. They're going to make it reliable. I'll be able to watch my Red Wings anywhere I want to. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> How are they doing this year, man? I, I stopped following them, so I'm assuming they're doing much better than last year. <laughs> uh, I, you know, they're like the Bengals on ice, basically. That's what it is these days. Mm. Oh, sorry. Oh, shitty. That's not good, bro. Yeah. Hey, but you know what, though? We're actually we're going to the Bengals-Lions game this weekend for a very affordable $9 a ticket. <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> yeah. Christmas Eve game for 9 bucks a seat down at Paul Brown. And who knows, if it's like it was today, you know, 50 degrees outside, like, that's not terrible. You could, you know, grill in that kind of weather. That's yeah. a win all the way around that's, if uh, that's how it ends up playing out. <laughs> that's pretty fucking awesome. Uh, Drew, yeah. who's your who's your pick for Motherfucker of the Week? Do you got Papa John oh, sure. or do you have the NFL refs? I'm, I'm going to go option C. I'm going to pick other. And, <laughs> and I want to make sure I say this right, you know, to, to not discredit the true source, but a Jeep pie can suck a fat cock. Okay. Uh, all right. That Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The SEC <laughs> can suck a fat cock. All right, so that's my motherfucker of the week. And I'll tell you what, he's going to be my motherfucker of the week until they fix what they've done <laughs> and the way they they screwed us all, basically. But no one knows about it yet because they're all worried about goddamn tax reform, which is also going to fuck us in the ass, but whatever. <laughs> the G5 is my motherfucker of the week. 
Drew, that's a great write-in vote. I am I'm actually going to switch my vote to that as well. <laughs> as a as somebody who relies on the internet to put out his bullshit views every week, uh, I am a hundred percent on board with your your voice. That Ajit Pai can suck a dick. <laughs> And choke on a bag of dicks. All right, you boys have a good night. We'll keep right. watching over here on the, the one bye week we get, and it's, it's been fantastic. Have a happy new year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Drew. Merry Christmas, yeah. sir. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Thank you, buddy. See you, man. <laughs> he was talking all that stuff, and I didn't want to chime in and just uh, interrupt any of that, that, that stuff because it was all sports related. I mean... The Disney Fox merger for me just meant that Fantastic Four and all <laughs> the, the, they're all coming back to Marvel. <laughs> I don't give a shit about the rest. I hadn't thought any about the rest until tonight when you asked me about, so how does this all work? And then I think I'm like, oh, man, I guess that's a problem, huh? But I mean, but Fantastic, Fantastic Four and X-Men are back in Marvel, so who really gives a shit, right? <laughs> You mean I won't be able to see Xavier games? That'll suck when I find that out later. But in the meantime, X-Men are going to be where they belong. I mean, that was all the fuck I gave about. I, I really didn't think about all the details. Like That, to me, was the sole focus of Fox. Well, and, and that's all they like, talked about. Disney was, like, was buying Fox to do this. Like In my mind, that's all Disney cared about. And that's, I'm yeah, guessing that's that, that, that was really... just like that. That was at the forefront, and that was the main thing that everybody like harped on. But Disney was probably in the background, like, nah. There's more. There's so much more money in the yeah, other things that all happen, of, like all of the little things that add own, up to this big thing. Think about all of the regional Fox Sports networks there right. are. Disney now owns all of those. Great. No, and all that's of saying. them. Like, no, I don't think anybody so, really well, contemplated. Here's, all here's that. what fucking sucks too is. It's already been been spoken about that Disney is going to do their own streaming service See, in a couple Drew years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just sounded like. Eh, well, that was the, the first thing. Like, oh, I I texted Drew immediately and was like, "Dude, what does this mean?" First of all, I was worried about him. I was like, "What does this mean for you?" And then second of all, what the fuck does this mean for Xavier? Like, this is that's a big deal. Uh, but so now that they own all of those regional networks, what sucks is it's been known that Disney is going to do their own streaming service. Which, from what your point of view is, is fantastic because now you have all of the Fox, uh, the 20th Century Fox or 21st Century Fox library is now going to be able to be included in it that. Is, it is now, but I, I can't remember if you and I talked about this just off air or if we talked about this on the show. Initially, when we talked about the whole Disney making their own, my my first thought was f that because they were going to pull all their stuff off mm-hmm. Netflix and everything. It's gone, and yeah. they didn't they didn't really have this wide library of stuff where you're just like, all right, so they're going to pull the Marvel shit, and they're going to put pull some Star Wars stuff, and you know the little Disney stuff. But it was all the stuff like that kids watch, right? Yeah. And so if you're a family at all. Now all of a sudden you've got to buy two. You have to have definitely this have to have thing, Netflix. And you have to have Disney. Netflix because there's no way that you can justify just having Netflix anymore because all the ki- stuff that the kids watch are over here. But now with this, and I think that that this is where Disney is actually they they were actually thinking all along was we want to do our own streaming service. We've figured this out, and in order to make this streaming service something that you can't get anywhere else, or like add this additional layer, like. All right, yeah, Netflix has their original programming. They've got all this stuff. They've got this wide collection. But did they have live sports? Did they have this? Now all well, of a sudden, Disney brings this to the table, and it's completely game changed. But they said I'm that like, they said that from the start too. Is that ESPN was going to have its own 
well, its and own that's, thing. That's so fine, now, even if they now as a family, it. now as a family, it's Netflix, and then you got to get the Disney streaming because you got to have all the shit for the kids, and you got to be able to watch your Marvel stuff, and you're gonna have to pay for the ESPN streaming service too. Well, I know, but I that's think, fucked up, man. No, I think that eventually, though, those will kind of wrap into one if they're smart. It, only because, and I mean, I'm not a business person, so I, wh- why would I you mean? Know? I'm going to pay for two, so I'm uh, so they're not going to wrap it into one. Cause well, but why what I'm do saying that? is, <laughs> <laughs> they might end up wrapping it in wrapping it in one only to directly compete with all the other ones and say, "But we've got this, and the other places don't." Because Hulu and Netflix cannot offer live sports, and if you say right, the, it, it might not be wrapped up in the sense that it's all within one no matter what, but it might be a, <laughs> hey, this is the Disney ESPN Hang on. package. Hang this on. is like the, the <laughs> ultimate. Funny you say that. Uh, part of this whole merger uh, or buyout between Disney and, and Fox, Disney also owns the controlling shares of Hulu. Oh, wow. So they, they now own Hulu. One of the other streaming services. <laughs> and they're launching their own service. So now they've got well, all the Hulu shit. It's cool. They've got We're either going to be ruled by Donald Trump or Mickey Mouse. Take your pick. <laughs> That's what this boils down to. And good night, everybody. <laughs> oh, boy, we're fucked. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Choose your saying, ruler, like, a cartoon <laughs> or a cartoon. <laughs> that seems like a great fucking point to get into consumer canon. Jesus. I mean, that's there's a lot to get figured out with that because that, no, that's going to really be is. really... That's going to affect And it's a crazy that you posed that question just before the show started, and there was this whole layer of stuff that I hadn't really thought about. I, I know, man. I'm glad I caught you off guard. Oh, I guess before we... Hey, back it up. We've got another it. phone yeah, call. Let's, let's do this. We'll fucking get back to the phones. It's it's the last show of 2017. Fuck it. Come on in. Craftroot Sports, who's this? Water's warm. Ho, 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 bitches. It's Santa Blakewell. <laughs> wow. Well, it wouldn't have been the last show of 2017 if Texas didn't check in. What up, Money B? <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all motherfuckers? I tried to call earlier. Y'all motherfuckers was on some, like, NFL and, like, football players. I don't understand none of that <laughs> shit. Blake, you're my favorite my favorite caller just because you're always like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. <laughs> Every time. Nah, I don't, I, I don't know nothing, man. It's like that Asian kid when you put him in a cooking class. Like, he don't know what the fuck is going on. You from a math class? Man. I don't know who keeps calling in. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I don't yeah. know. Like, seriously, uh, who's trying to step on Blake? Yeah, you, you can sorry. wait. Wait in sorry, line. Whoever that was, you can call now in. Serving, we'll take your call. Now serving number As one. As a matter of fact, whoever that was that just called, I will call you back after we're done with Blake. <laughs> We've done that once before. God damn it. I will call you back, I said. <laughs> Blake, what do you got, bud? Y'all, man, y'all are popular, man. What in the fuck is going on? Oh, y'all blow it up all, it's all year, man. Crazy. They man. know it's the last show. They're like, shit, I won't get to call for another two weeks. I gotta do it now. They tried to go to Upper Deck. <laughs> they called him. Call- we got calls while we were doing man. our pre-show reads. <laughs> y- y'all are Mike, the Mike Jones of uh, podcast, man. Like, you know, they, we were calling you back then. I know who the they fuck this is. That's calling it. It's your brother, ain't it? No, oh, it's okay. not. It's not my brother. Whoever it is, tell him to wait. God damn it, wait. <laughs> that was a hint. <laughs> this motherfucker, Blake. I'll just take up. I don't know who the fuck. I'll just take their time. Like, they can wait till next year. Like, I got. Fuck whoever that is. I got the mouse hovering over the cancel button. So as soon as they call back <laughs> in, I can just cancel it real quick. 
Oh, my, that, whoever that was has been denied by girls in their lives like hundreds of times. Probably, <laughs> they're used to denial, I guess. I don't. I don't fucking know. Like you know, <laughs> money. But anyways, man. What's up, man? Uh, what are you drinking tonight, man? Uh, I, I, um, well, I'm gonna crack in after I, I, you know, get off the phone with y'all. I'm gonna crack into the warlock. You know, uh, participate in some of the dark arts. Goddamn you know right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. But I got a Lagutus right now. This is called brown sugar. I got some Lagutus brown sugar. Oh, uh, dude, that's a good and, brew. Uh, Have you ever had that one before? No. I've, brown dude, sugar. So good. it's like I, I'm not an IPA fan or hoppy fan. This is like it's it's, it's hoppy, but it ends sweet. Like you, you're like. Oh, I, I don't like hoppy, so I'm like, oh, oh my god, this is so good. This is so sweet. So, it's uh, yeah, man, this is a really fucking good beer. I mean, I'm some really good choices. <laughs> I'm staying in the beer aisle, trying to make a decision. Like when I'm doing some shit like that, I make the right decision. You know, I don't have no tavor. So, uh, I know, man. I, I we told them. We told them that uh, they need to expand to Texas because we have we've had you and and a couple other people. Yeah, and unfortunately, in, in Michigan it, it's just state place. liquor laws as far yeah. as shipping. Yeah. Beer. That, yeah, it's nothing. We asked about anybody. that. They were like, "We would love to ship everywhere, but you know, states is laws. fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, I think hate, I mentioned trying to keep them down. Yeah. I mentioned Texas specifically, and they were like, "Yeah, well." It's fucking Texas, bro. And I was like, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> You're like, didn't they try to like put to death a mentally retarded person? Yeah, fuck that place. We we're not shipping right. beer there. Like, Aren't they trying to always leave the union? <laughs> <laughs> they remember the Alamo, but they don't remember a lot of fucking cool shit. <laughs> they don't, we don't remember Tavor. Yeah, we don't fight for that cause. I guess. Fuck us, right? Well. Yeah, I'm just bullshitting with you, man. I just wanted to catch up with y'all before the end of the year. Um, y'all, y'all have done some great shit this year, man. I'm uh, happy to uh, kind of be 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 along in, in like the. It's not the car seat. What do they call it? A little caddy seat when you're in a motorcycle. And <laughs> the sidecar. You know, the little cat. Yeah, a little sidecar. Like side fuck that, man. You're running shotgun. You're riding shotgun on this on this. Yeah, I know. And you guys that are listening, and uh, Blake, seriously, we want to thank you, and uh, we can't express enough how Dude. much you've meant to the show this year. Uh, like I said, everybody who's listening, you guys might not know Blake always calls in, but behind the scenes. He is a big part of this show. Every, and I mean, he means so much to us and the success of the show. So thank you, Blake. Yes, dude. And and we hope to have your uh, support and uh, friendship going into the new year. Yeah, man, not a problem, man. Glad I could help y'all. Uh, Merry Christmas to you and y'all's families. And uh, I'm glad we can connect and look forward to Craft uh, Brew taking over the Craft Brew game in 2018, man. You goddamn right. Yes, Blake. sir. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and yours, Blake. All right, All right, brother. Job, great. Good night, man. Cheers, right. brother. We'll, we'll talk see to you. you. <laughs> Dude, I just realized we didn't even do Lose Losers yet. Oh, well, we were trying to leave the show before it did. <laughs> who's calling in? Uh, take one guess as to who's calling in. JB. <laughs> God damn it. Well, when you said, God damn it, I thought, well, he's trying to hint. Like, uh, let me. There's uh, only one person who would constantly call <laughs> while Blake's on the line. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trying to step on toes and shit. <laughs> Let me see if I can call him. I got to figure out how to do this again. I, I'm not 100% sure how to call. We'll try. We'll try this out. I think I could do this. Uh, maybe. Yep, make a call. We're going to make a call. 
Add the phone number up in this. Doot, 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 call doot, doot. it. It's a free call. Google's letting me know this is free. Okay, good. <laughs> I don't want to pay for that shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second time second we called time, him on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah second okay, time cool. calling. So this is not. This isn't first for him. Right. He's. <laughs> Who this is? <laughs> New phone, who this? It's Craft Brute Sports, goddammit. <laughs> I knew who this was. It's JB, goddammit. What's up, JB? Hey, man, sorry for uh, on, for all the, the canceling of your calls there, bud, but, you know, Blake had his time, bro. I knew what I, you were I doing. Totally didn't, like, all I heard was, it must be this delay thing, because I heard you guys say, well, we should probably get in the consumer to can it. So that's why I was spamming the shit oh, out of you. I didn't know Blake was on the gotcha. I thought you were fucking with Blake, in which case I was going to laugh my ass oh, off. Oh, no, but... no, 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 no. <laughs> we put that beef behind us. <laughs> What's up, JP? I didn't even hear Blake call in. <laughs> what do you got for us this week, bud? Um, Nothing, really. I just finished up that uh that fourth part and wanted to get that dropped before the weekend. Yeah. And... uh. Dude, I'm excited yeah, to read that one because those. So, for those of you that haven't checked out uh, JB's articles, he's done now. This is now the the fourth of four where he has broken down each team in the NHL for you to give you like a preview. Let's NHL face it, for dummies. Most of us are not NHL fans. We may watch hockey on January 1st when it's outdoors and then forget it exists until the Olympics come around. Uh, but JB has done a goddamn great or at job. Least the fucking playoffs, man. Come on. I'm saying most fans. Most fans don't watch the playoffs. <laughs> I show up for the playoffs. I do. I Shit. like the. I like playoff <laughs> I was hockey. Say, I'm like, it's I mean, really fun. I'm not even much of but a fan, people, but I show up for the playoffs. Most people are only watching the Olympics, Fair and enough. then they're like, "Oh yeah, that, oh that's that's that sport." I'm hungover on New Year's Day. I'll put that on until the football games come on. <laughs> that's pretty much how most people do it. But JB has broken you down. Know what? I, I can accept that as long yeah. as it's just passing the time and you're actually watching it i can accept that <laughs> but you have done an awesome job man like breaking down every team into hey man this is what this team is uh so i'm excited to read part four i, I know it just went up right before we went live on air so i'm super excited to read that one tonight man yeah i was trying to get that up a little earlier before the uh you guys went on but you know things being what they are Dude, I understand life. Life's I was going to say, you know, our <laughs> show gets on at 930-ish. So, right. I mean, there's no strict times. We understand how time works. It's all fluid. That's why when everybody was like, what's our deadlines for these? I'm like, oh, fucking deadline. Whenever. We don't even have a set time for the yeah, show. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> JB, I want to know, man, uh, who's your motherfucker uh, of the week? Is it Papa John or is it the NFL refs? That was Papa John. <laughs> Not a single person has said it was everybody. Everybody who said the NFL refs, nobody has called in to defend that we didn't, pick. We didn't ask uh, fucking Blake though. Oh, we didn't I ask mean, Blake. He the, didn't know. The, would Blake he know? Just, though? No, Blake would just yeah. flipped a coin and been like, I don't know. It's fucking uh, whatever. He would have been the only one who said the refs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he would have. He would have said he, he Papa John. Them. He would have picked them both and made a reasonable argument for both. <laughs> this is true. Blake 100% would have picked Papa John, but it wouldn't have had... He wouldn't have even known what happened because... with Papa John this week. It would have just been pizza-related. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would just have been like, Definitely. that shit made me shit one time. Fuck that place. I would be like... <laughs> I would assume he would pick Papa John because he, he was like, I don't watch the NFL, so I know who Papa John is. <laughs> Going with that. <laughs> Right. Or he would have picked the refs, and that one time he bet on an NFL game, 
and the refs blew a call and it cost him <laughs> five bucks in an NFL game. Fuck those refs. It was the Megatron catch game. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. More, hey, you know what? That's, I, I agree with that. <laughs> JB, I'm glad we got to talk to you today, man. Um, it was good hearing yeah, from course. you, bud. Yeah, of course. Had to get bud. that one, man. Yeah, it was hey, good hearing from you on the last show. Before we go, can we, play a, can we play Black Motherfucker? Yes. Let's do that. Sure. Go for it, JB. <laughs> Floor is yours. I'll sit here and drink my beer. All right. Fair enough. So um, this hard rock slash metal band fronted by Ice Cube put out a rather infamous song in early to mid-90s. Name that band. Uh, ain't that easy, is it? Twisted <laughs> Sister. <laughs> I literally just picked the first band that popped in the world. <laughs> I couldn't tell you why they popped into my head either. But I'm guessing I'm one black motherfucker. <laughs> The answer. The the correct answer is body count. Of course, Tank knew that. Of course, (laughs) it popped up in the comment section, and I'm like, Tank's probably right. No, yeah, yeah, Tank knew. Damn it! Well, there you go, JB. I am a a black motherfucker in 2017. No, fair enough. They're the whitest. Fair enough. I didn't know that one. You didn't know Temptations, but I didn't know that one. So I'm also a black motherfucker. No, no, I'm a white damn black motherfucker. Hey, Jim. Merry I'm Christmas. More, you're just more of a straight-up motherfucker for not knowing the temptation. Right! Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's not that I didn't know the temptation. Yeah, no, that's yeah, a but fair, I mean, Come on, the raisins! A, <laughs> the California fucking raisins, It's an man. unfair uh, it was characterization of, of how that went down. JB, good talking to you, man. Cheers, uh, Merry buddy. Christmas. Happy New hey. Year, sir. Happy Christmas, Hannah Kwanzaa, boys. <laughs> we'll see you we'll in 2018, you. bro. Later. Definitely. Have a good one, guys. See you, bud. Should, we we got to play Lose Losers, right? We got to get into Lose Losers. Right, this cool. show Let's is... This. Holy shit, man. I'm fucking... No, I it's the last one of 28. I know. 2017. People, people will deal. Uh, that's not it. That's the. That's going to be a mini show. We're going to play that as a mini show. Okay, here We're we go. just over two hours. Anyway, we've gone way longer than this for Chris Six. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, is this the Lose Losers? I this think is the last Lose Losers of 2017. No, I think he's doing one for next week. Oh, is We're it? off, but yes. I think he's going to call it because we, we didn't even get a chance to talk about it, but we will not do a show before the semifinals. So let's do this real quick. Before we get into, before we get into Lose Losers, uh, semifinals. I can tell you exactly who I picked from my pick'em. Okay, who's your, who's your picks? I, I have in the finals Georgia and Clemson. Georgia and Clemson. So that'll tell picks. you exactly who I picked from those games. <laughs> I so I picked Clemson over Alabama yeah. and Georgia over uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I think I went with the same two. I'm not 100% sure. I don't remember who I, I picked. I remember the... absolutely because I felt like the entire year, the, the few, nah, I say few, but the, every time I've seen Georgia play, I thought, hmm, that, that team is like good enough to 
ultimately get there. And then Clemson, I bet against them one time, and I will never make that mistake again. And I think fucking Bill, man, Bill Sweeney. Well, just, I, well, and I, it's it, it, I'm impressed by everything that he's done there. And my God, the recruiting class that he already started to sign. Is I picked even same. more yeah, ridiculous. I the same. But Alabama just. While everybody likes to give them the benefit of the doubt, and I'm included in that, I just losing to Auburn, regardless of it being a um, a rivalry game, it just it, 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 it their time has kind of come. Like well, it's and it's eroded enough to the point where people have caught up. And I and that's we not said to it say a they're not times. good. They're just they the they've fallen back to the rest of the. We pack. said that's it a all. couple of times this year where Alabama was number one and it was the least impressive right. Alabama team we've seen in a long time. They just absolutely weren't, they're not they don't feel and maybe dominant. That's, maybe that's a credit to how good they've been in the past. Yes, that, like it certainly is. But they just weren't. It, there was nothing about this this Alabama team that you were like. They're they're so fucking good. Right. They're so no, fucking even good. All the way up until even if they had beat Auburn, we'd I would still say yeah. that Clemson uh, yeah, would be better think, than them because it just it just something off about this Alabama right. team. It just and they're they, missing Lane Kiffin is the problem. <laughs> well, a <laughs> down year for Alabama once over the last decade is they might finish third best in the nation. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fucking saving. Right, that's that's where they're at. Where it's like right. they might finish third best in the so nation. Yeah, but I just, I, I mean, all year though, I've thought Georgia was on another level. And then again, I bet against Clemson once, and I'll never do it again because it was a complete mistake. They're they're the real deal. Clemson, Georgia for well, the well. And the title. other thing that I've got with with uh, the Georgia Oklahoma game is, I think Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma has done some. Uh, that's the dude's name, right? Mm-hmm. The new coach. He has done some amazing things with those guys. Baker Mayfield is obviously a, a good, uh, you know, Heisman caliber player. But I just don't feel like I feel like eventually that first year coach luck is going to run out. Like he has had a great season. Well, it's not just that. It's think about the Oklahoma program. Big game, Bob. Every time they're in a position to do this, they fall flat on their face. Yeah, and. You factor in the fact that Lincoln Riley isn't his first girl around, and like I still, I still go back to even if you factor in both those two things, I'm like it's a Big Twelve team when it comes down to it, and you got to play defense. They ain't going to do and it. And Georgia, I and Georgia I saw Georgia's, I out. saw Georgia's defense they when they played Notre Dame. They're out on it, They're a great team. It's, I think, I uh, yeah, I think Georgia beats Oklahoma. I think, and that's the shitty thing. I feel like both of these semifinal games could be blowouts. They could be really shitty games actually, to watch. I actually don't think that uh, the I don't think that the Oklahoma or sorry the, the Clemson, Clemson Alabama, Alabama game. game will be a blowout. I still think that the, those two are close. It's just that Clemson's going to do enough like they did last year and like they almost did the year before to edge out Alabama. And God so damn, Bill Sweeney. I bet I, I do think that that, uh, that Georgia-Oklahoma game, that could be an embarrassment. That's going to be a rough one. Yeah. I, I mean, I just... And no, it's not, it's not and, necessarily... And also, the curse of the national... Or the, the Heisman Trophy winner. I yeah. mean, you've got Baker Mayfield sitting there, and I'm like, this is the game where everybody looks in, and they're going to be like, damn, we gave him the Heisman Trophy? Over under, over under on how many times Baker Mayfield grabs his nuts. One. <laughs> so the I'll over take the over. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get into lose losers. I'm back after my own bowl special show. As you saw from my FAU pick, I'm a true pro. I'm back tonight with a few more picks and to say happy holidays 
to all of you, Dick. <laughs> Game number one, Cactus Bowl, UCLA versus Kansas State. This one is simple. Take the better QB. UCLA's Josh Rosen is for real and will find a way to win, you see. Getting three points, I can even afford to be a little wrong. But if this loses, I'll come on the show and wear a dog song. Lose, loser. <laughs> Kansas State, 38 Go, Eucla. <laughs> Game number two. Yeah, can we say Cotton no to that? Bowl. USC versus Ohio State. Ooh. Bucky feels they got snubbed and may lack motivation. If I'm wrong and they have some, they could win by a ton. I'm betting they come out just a bit flat, and the Trojans take advantage like a crafty alley cat. Sam Darnold played big in last year's bowl. He'll do it again and rise up the draft pole. I don't have the onions to pick an outright win, but give me a TD and a half in this game, and I'll have some skin. Lose, loser. USC, 28-31. to Wow. After all that? Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm actually kind of surprised. I, yeah. I mean, he you... talked all the way and then went Yeah, with all about Sam Darnold and then picked Ohio State to win. I actually do expect I, – I, I picked Ohio State to win this one. And he said yeah. they come out mo- – or they come out maybe flat a little bit because they – Aren't in a, in I think they're going to come out to show that they should. I was just going to say, I actually think that Urban Meyer is one of those coaches who won't allow for the letdown game. And Notre Dame beat USC pretty handily this year. And Notre, Notre yeah. Dame is not that USC good. USC ended so, up, well, USC just in general ended up being quite a disappointment. Yeah. And I know uh, that Sam Darnold has started off the season as, you know, a top one, two, three draft pick, depending on who you ask. And for the most part, he fell off of that throughout the year. And I, I, it's not that I don't think he might end up being that for the NFL. It's just, as a whole, that USC team just wasn't that impressive over the whole course of the season. Yeah, I didn't think too highly of that USC team. I think Ohio State handles them uh, pretty easily. Um, so I, I would look for Ohio State to win that one by way more than three. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think that they win by at least a touchdown and a half. Yeah. All right, cool. So we're all on the same page. So I don't feel as bad now about my picks. <laughs> yeah, we picked the same. We picked the same national final. We picked the same Rose Bowl game. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, you it's not the Rose Bowl. It's uh, what is that? That's a Cotton Bowl. This year, the the one that Ohio, Ohio State, State USC. Yeah, because oh, the, the Rose Bowl is one of the semifinal games this year. Uh, fuck! I just I was going off <laughs> old school but rules. It's, yeah, because it's Pac twelve. I'm Big still 10. gonna call yeah. it the Rose Bowl. <laughs> the fake Rose Bowl this year. <laughs> which, speaking of which, uh, we haven't mentioned on this show, but uh, RIP and shout out to uh, Dick Enberg yeah, for uh, passing away earlier today, which is a rough shout way. Shout out for passing away? Is that what you no, just said? Well, I mean, shout out to him, and I said for passing away, but I meant okay, like, just shout, out to, sure. for, yeah, shout no. out to him because for his life. Because he had, yes. Okay, yes, and, and, and how great he was for broadcasting and Blame it on the uh, 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 alcohol. Oh, I'm not even trying to blame it on that. I just misspoke. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to give the man love. And, no, it's, you know, you're I, right. I, I'm I, shitting on a, a segment. I misspoke. Like, but yes. no, seriously, Dick Enberg was yes. one of the 
the last great announcers that we've had right. in our lifetime, and we, we lost a good one. Yeah, it's, it sucks. Um, R.I.P. Dick. Let's move. On. That didn't. I didn't mean it. Like, God damn it, fucking asshole. Let's Jesus move into consumer can it. Uh, brought to you by Tavor.com. One of these beer, uh, the beer tonight. Well, let's just do because uh, we didn't really do consumer can it on the guest beers. Uh, so let's do those first because we didn't we didn't do that earlier. So these are uh, a couple of the milk milkshake okay. stouts from real Rochester quick before we get into it and and give the consumer can it. I'm just gonna ask you straight up. Which one of these two did you prefer more? Like, not, I like not the, whether or not the a heavy can... coffee one. Okay, so you like the heavy favorite. coffee yeah. one. So obviously, you're consuming the Christmas roast. I'm consuming both, but that that one was okay. better. Of the All right, two. Yeah. you just jumped jumped the gun on that. I was gonna ask if there was either one that you would sh- like. Because like, yeah. the yeah. initial question is, which one do you like better? And yeah. If you say that one, the roast. It's whether or not then you you know you pass on the imperial. I will say. Damn it, the exact same thing. (laughs) Which is shocking because this is one where upon first drink of the Christmas roast, I thought, holy shit, I'm not going to be able to handle all this coffee flavor. I won't, like, I'm not going to get through the rest of it. Yeah. It's it's good, but super strong. It's so black coffee that I I just, I'm not going to be able to drink (laughs) enough of it. Or, like, I won't be able to finish it and claim it. Black coffee, motherfucker. Yeah, it is. There's there's no cream in this coffee. It is black, black as fuck. But the Imperial was also very good. Um, thank you, Scott, for sending these in. Yeah, huge shout out, man. The 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 Detroit Mill they they did a great job on both of these beers. I'm eager to check out the rest of them. Um, but I consumed the shit out of both of them. But so good, absolutely, Scott. You were right. The one that Mike would like the best would be the Christmas oh, roast, man. and I will follow suit because as. Or as coffee, rather, not chocolate, as coffee as it is, it's good. It's really good. I wish I could try all of the 12 in that 12-pack, because goddamn. I'll let you know how to rest are. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. I got it. All right, moving on. Up on the rooftop by Rooftop Brewing, that's today's beer of the day. Uh, Again, I'm going to let you go first. All right. um, So this one was... See, this is a little weird, because I had... Uh Uh oh! I had Bailey's, I had Jägermeister, I had two different coffee beers, and I had this beer. So I'm trying to... Hold on a second. Real quick, while we're in the middle of this, Brenda wants to know, do you have to drink to work for your station? Nah, man. You can work for us without No, I was just going to say, Brenda, if you want to work for us, in fact... If we can get a producer or we can get anybody else <laughs> in the capacity of helping us with this show who doesn't drink, that would actually be divine. Brenda, hit us up, uh, craftbrewedsports at gmail.com. Yeah, we're, we're looking for a producer. Thinking. In fact, coming in, to, uh, that's the, the goal, the, the New Year's resolution <laughs> for Craft Brewed Sports in 2018 is to Help find a out. producer. <laughs> we're, this show has gotten so big, and don't get us wrong, we're very happy about that, but... There's so many things that we would like it to is, hand off to not be able or not uh, so have to handle during the show. Let me let me hang on to that. Let's let's do consumer canon because I will come All back right. to that here. All right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so because of the different up on the rooftop, rooftop the different brewer. flavors has me all fucked up. Like as I get back to this now. I'm like, this is this isn't the same beer that I started drinking. It's and it's because I had so many different things tonight. So I'm trying to base it off of what I had before I started drinking everything else, and I'm consuming the shit out of it. 
it had like all of those flavors came together so nicely. Like, all right, when we read this and we talked about the orange peel and the spices and the snickerdoodle and all this other stuff that Tavor mentioned, I was like, that's a lot to put in a beer. And I don't know if that's too much. Like, it, it, it felt like it could be overwhelming, and it is not at all. The fact that it's only 6.3%, I think, also helps it because I was worried about that. I thought that it was, you know, Christmas beers tend to be a little heavier, and this one's a little on the lighter side. Fantastic brew. I would consume this every day of the week, and I'll go one step further. My Christmas beer list before this was 12 Dogs of Christmas and then Great Lakes Christmas Ale and then some other random shit. I would put this above Great Lakes Christmas Ale, below 12 Dogs of Christmas. Consume it. Okay. So when we first started <laughs> off this this show, I, I I knew right from the get-go I was in love. When, when I cracked that lid and I could smell the cherries... I knew, all right, this beer is going to be great. Now, I did tell Mike the caveat was that for the last couple weeks, I've spent drinking Budweiser and Bud Light. <laughs> so my palate was completely cleansed of any other type of beer. But all jokes aside, not only did this rooftop hold up, I, I, I thought after finishing my first glass of the, the bomber, what I would do for in regards to Christmas ale, because to me Christmas ale was right right up there. And last year we did the Christmas beers, and and, and uh, Twelve Dogs was neck and neck with yeah. um, uh, Christmas ale, and that was the first time I had ever experienced anything that was similar. And much like pumpkin beers for this year, <laughs> when it came to nothing topping pumpkin, and then Imperial showed up, and then Pumpkinator showed up. <laughs> Here comes up on the rooftop and it totally blows everything away. Now, I don't know if it's the top Christmas beer, but I can safely say that Great Lakes Christmas Ale has been supplanted. And it yeah. it's it's tough because that's been the the gold standard and the ABV on Christmas Ale is still higher, but I think I like rooftop because it's a little bit less and allowed me to drink other things and still come back to it. And that was its ultimate test was, if I go to these other beers, will the flavor still hold up? And you were worried about, eh, it won't because it's, you know, a stronger. And for you, it, it totally held up. Yeah. For me, not only did it hold up, I tasted flavors that enhanced it. Because I drank the coffee beer, tasting the cherries and all the other stuff that was added and up on the rooftop, it show, it, it shined through even more. Like, yeah. the, the sweetness and all the, the goodness that comes with the, the cherries and all that stuff. Absolutely fantastic. So if you find yourself in a place to get up on a rooftop, one of the best Christmas beers I've ever had, it's top one or two. I yep. Uh, easily. We're not even gonna I'm consume. not even gonna yep, hundred percent. Consumer Cannon brought to you by Tavor dot com. Uh rooftop brewing. Fucking cheers for that shit. Seriously, man. <sighs> so good. Man, this has been a show. So you were you were talking about in the new year, like Right? Is that where I was going to go with this? Because I was like, ah, yeah, hold on to that. Well, thought. we're talking about uh, getting a producer and getting more people to help us on the show. Yeah. So uh, this show, like, I don't know. You guys see us come on here, and 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 for those of you that have been watching from the beginning, first off, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Like, a hundred percent, it is so awesome to see the fact that our our listenership has grown. Since we started back in, what, and April we, of 2016? Is that when we started this show? Yeah, and we hit 10,000 listens 
for our episodes this past week. It's and unreal. It, it blew my mind because, I mean, on the surface, y- you hear 10,000 and you think, man, they've almost been doing it for three years. That's not that much. But on a per play episode basis, like, that is huge. It comes down to, I think I did the math, it's like 500 plays per month. And it's... Which is, I mean, it's not, it's modest. Like, those are modest numbers compared to some of these higher-end podcasts. But right. we're, we're two dudes that just love hanging out and drinking beer and talking well, sports. And so that's fucking amazing to that's see. What, 500 plays a month is that's what great. That's what blows me away is because... Especially from, considering, to start with, it was like... The mm, most humblest of beginnings yeah. that we've gotten here. And so... Can't say thank you. Yeah, so thank you guys one for for listening to us and and sharing the episodes and tuning in. It's it's fucking amazing. But there is so much more behind the scenes that goes into this show. Like I know it seems like we just come in here and just bullshit for a while, but it is literally back and forth all week long. Like Scott and I, we're (laughs) we're trying to find stories. We're we're working in between work. Yeah, it's we we both have full time jobs. We both have kids. Like this is completely secondary, but we try to dedicate every spare moment to this show. And the fact that we've now added the blog, we're trying to add blog posts and and keep that up. The group. This is it's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. So I hope you guys appreciate uh, the show. I hope you appreciate the, the, what we're putting into it. The bottom line is 2018 is, I feel like this is like the jumping off point for us. Like we have come so far from where the show started to where we are right now. The 2018 is just nothing but growth for us. So Scott mentioned needing a producer. Like that's, <laughs> that's where we're at in this show to think when we started the show and it was two dudes sitting on my couch with microphones, like, Hey, we, we like these teams. That's how this show started. And now we're like, Hey, we need somebody to like handle this Facebook group. We need right. somebody to like run the soundboard for us, hit these sound cues. Let us know what's coming up. Cause I can't even keep up with the, the like, comments on Facebook live. We need somebody it's to unreal. Another set of eyes to look for stories and shoot them our way. And it is, like, it is so evident in, if you look at where our show was, where we were struggling to fill an hour and now we're struggling to keep it within two and a half hours. Right. That we're going shows almost you exactly, two and a half hours. Here. That shows you exactly how far the show has come. So thank you guys so much for listening, for tuning in, for sharing episodes, for commenting everything. We really fucking appreciate it. Like I, the, to all of you that listen to the show, I'm going to lift a glass. Cheers to you guys. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy Mike, New Year's. You yes, have a very Merry Christmas. You have a Merry Christmas. And a Happy New Year's. <laughs> this has been the best year and a half and almost two years of my life as far as... Dude, it's fucking amazing. Getting man. married, doing the show, having kids, <laughs> all of it. Like, all of it is coincided like <laughs> it's crazy as but as weird as 2016 and 2017 was for most people it's been pretty fucking great for us man so yeah i'm, I'm super pumped to see what 2018 has in store and for please, us if if there's any way that you feel like you can help the show even if it's just a little bit contact one of us contact the show yep. any way that you can facebook email us tweet at us Info's we're, up on your screen right now. Yeah, we're looking for help, but I mean, we're not desperate. We we will <laughs> we'll I mean, keep doing the show. Right, like, like we're not, gonna keep doing yeah. the show no matter what, and, and we're we're gonna keep doing what you guys love. But man, we we would love some help, and we are open <laughs> to it. So if you have anything for us, hit us up. 
Thanks we for joining us. We hope you guys us. have a wonderful holiday. Uh, we will be off next week because I'll be out of town. But uh, look for us first week right back in January. We're going to be right back here bringing you guys what you know and love. For the last time in 2017, cheers, everybody. Wait, Merry Christmas, and don't forget, Die Hard is not a fucking Christmas movie. (laughs) We are out! Everybody, we're back again. <laughs> so back. episode episode part two, I guess. So we kind of introduced the motherfucker of the week and completely forgot we to asked. announce the results of <laughs> motherfucker of the week. So here we, we are. Every fucking caller back it's again, <laughs> wondering who the motherfucker of the week uh, <laughs> is and uh, well we've got the final results for you final results so, are in uh, normally uh, just throwing this out there when we have a producer that, that would be this is where a producer would help out and this be like this is exactly why we hey, need a producer hey assholes you didn't do the thing that right. you said you were gonna do all show so, yeah the thing so, that you previewed uh, right, from the word go you, you talked about this at the beginning and talked about it through the whole show <laughs> And then closed the, caller. Show, closed the show without fucking doing it. Jesus so Christ. Amateur hour. Oh, we're goddamn idiots. But anyways, uh, the results are in 57% of the votes, which, judging by the callers, you thought it would have been way higher. Way higher. 57% of the votes, of a vote say, Motherfucker of the Week is Papa John this week. Congratulations to CEO, former CEO, former CEO still of Papa John. The board. You are our motherfucker <laughs> of the week. Congratulations. The first ever in the history of the first show. First ever motherfucker. So much so that we forgot to even fucking mention you. That's Maybe that's it. We're just like, no, nah, fuck him. He's such a douchebag. But don't, don't worry. You're still the number one piece of shit in our heart. <laughs> we'll never forget you for this. Everybody, pour one out <laughs> to Papa John, our motherfucker of the week. Cheers, everybody. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Here at the Container Store, we believe you shouldn't be limited to just one happy place. Your home should be full of them. That's why we're giving you 30% off every custom alpha space. From closets and pantries to playrooms, offices, and garages, you can transform any area with alpha and save 30%. Here's another happy thought. Our design specialists will design your space for free. Get ready to discover your new happy place at the Container Store. Visit us in-store or online to get started with a free design.